Let's uh, let's get started with the episode. We're in we're post fifty. How crazy! I can't is believe that? it. Can't, I can't believe it. Yeah, and it's not special anymore. Fifty one. Nobody cares about fifty one. Fifty was the big thing, and the fifty one's like yeah. Now you're you're one over. Now we're we're on the we're on the road to a hundred. That's right. First episode to a hundred. <laughs> let's do it. Oh lord, the yeah. first fifty took a long time, but it went. It seems like it's going fast. It's going too fast. It went faster than I thought it would. That's for sure. Anyways, hi everybody. Welcome to Black Series Cantina. Uh, this is episode fifty-one. We have a special guest for you today that we'll get into. But as always, I am Mike, your host, and with me I have Zach, your other host. Hi there. Episode 51, like we mentioned, we have yeah. a great show for you because we have an awesome guest that we'll introduce in one second. But also, it's going to be kind of weird because we're going to talk TVC more than we probably ever have on the show. You know, we figure you know, episode 51 will pivot. We're going to yeah, pivot. Yeah, we're going to be the <laughs> TVC cantina <laughs> now going that's forward. Right. But obviously... It's going to be the Ghost HasLab. We barely covered it last episode because yeah. we knew that we were going to be joined by a guest um, this one. So we figured we'll cover it mostly on this one. And you have to talk about the HasLab. You have labs. to. You we have, have to. to talk about the you labs. have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and bring in our guest here. Everyone say hi to Jake from from Forlom to Zuckus. That's really hard to say, by yeah, the way. It is work? hard. Yeah. It is yeah. hard. It's yeah. not, it does not roll off the tongue <laughs> for sure. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me. I'm excited for this. I know, uh, Mike, we've been talking for a little bit to, uh, you know, for on and off, but yeah. um, I'm glad we can finally make it happen here. I on think, uh, yeah, I think ever since I met you at Celebration, I was like, we should have you on a podcast. And you're like, yeah, it's a good idea. And then, yeah, and then it's a great for idea. A I love this idea. Um, <laughs> But now I'm like, because COVID has eliminated the ability to tell real time, was that True. 19 or 22? <laughs> that was 22. That was 22. 22. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it feels, it feels so much longer. I mean, like, it does. you know, but, yeah. Um, but no, I'm super happy to be here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always down for talking uh, <laughs> Star Wars, toy collecting, action figures, all of the above. And uh, let's do it. Yeah. yeah so. Surprisingly, uh, surprisingly, I get feedback from our listeners. They're like, I like Star Wars The Black Series, but I like it when you guys talk about other stuff, too. But we're a Black Series podcast, but right. fine, whatever, I guess. Well, uh, Ryan Dole told me to come on here and talk all sorts of crap about Six Inch because <laughs> he has become a, a Six Inch hater. So um, um, I... I will respect the show and not do that Thank because uh, we all know that I am a three and three quarter guy. Yes. Uh, completest since, oh, geez, like the beginning, like early 80s. So, um, so yeah, but I have my fair share, like yeah. one of my most recent arrivals, Jabin Obi-Wan. So, um, yeah, I got a place in my heart for Black Series, but it is very conflicted. <laughs> Yeah, so what, what what makes you decide what, you know, what Black Series figures are worth adding to your collection? Oh, for me, that's easy. For me, that's easy. Um, I'm a Obi-Wan focus collector in a lot of ways. Not like, not extreme, not like every single product ever. But like uh, when you have action figure lines, I will seek out the Obi-Wan. So Obi-Wan's always been my jam. 
and he had his own show. I don't know if anyone watched it, but I did. Um, <laughs> it was a kind of a rip on Obi-Wan. It was, yeah, I, I, know, I, get I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. I love Obi-Wan, but the I show the was a little lackluster. Yeah, that's the thing about Obi-Wan. We can get into it a little later. It's like, I love it because I love like Star Wars. Like Some Star Wars is just bad. Prequels sure. are bad. But I still love them like they're just a kid that's kind of going down the wrong path. <laughs> I still love yeah. Kenobi, but I do have issues with it, but I still <clears throat> enjoy it. Like I, what I like from it. I think every every Star Wars anything, there's always something as a fan that you can like from it. That you can say, like, I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. Like prequels, I could pick any prequels movie and be like, I like that part of that movie. Or the sequels, which I like more than most people, but... Uh, or even, even I will say the holiday special, <laughs> it's a train wreck, but there are one or two small oh. things in there. Oh, no, no, no. I need that, to let you know, Mike, yeah. if you ever make it out this way to Seattle area, sure. yeah. um, we are freaks <laughs> about the holiday special. Oh, okay. We have, we have, have life day parties. Oh, okay. oh, absolutely. It's the, <laughs> the, the major, the major collector club here in Seattle is called Sarlacc. It's the Seattle area Lucasfilm Artifact Collector Club. And that was my Uber oh, Collector. Yeah. Where am I? Um, uh, Uber Collector Gus Lopez back in the 90s. And we have all embraced it as a part of our weird Seattle culture out here. So did absolutely. the acronym come first and then, then you added words to it? <laughs> The, no, I think I think that was the they were looking for a Star Wars Sarlacc, yeah. right? And then they weaved out some type of you know acronym so, for so it. So it kind of came together around yeah. the same time. We're like we got these letters. What can we make out of? All right, that makes correct. Sense. Yeah. All so right. Gus Lopez started Sarlacc, and then yeah. a while later, uh, because those are hosted in people's homes, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like it's a public you know, fan club or collector right. club, because yeah. I mean, you're going into people's homes. You don't just put a sign on your house, you know, Star Wars party tonight, you know? And so, uh, some buddies and I, uh, we created another Star Wars club that met in a local place at a restaurant once a month. And it's called stars, the Seattle Tacoma area rebel scum society. And that was mostly because we were met all through the rebel scum forums back in the day and we would trade action figures. I was hey, also man, on I just those found, rebel scum forums. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you remember yeah. how important city reports were if you yep. were back before social media, yep. that is how you found your figures without, yep. you know, blowing a whole tank of gas. Yep. So we created stars to then meet people and trade figures. And then that kind of became because most people that were in stars were also in Sarlacc. So that was kind of like a vetting area. You know, it's like, hey, I don't know about this guy. Let's bring him to stars and see if he's cool, you know. And if he is, then, you know, come on into Sarlacc. So, yeah, it is um, the holiday special has been embraced quite a bit over here in uh, our neck of the woods. So, mm -hmm. well, it sounds like I have an yeah. in whenever i go up there so yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely so, um, before we dive in too deep down some rabbit holes um jake how about you tell us how you like how did from four lambda zuckus become a thing like and just give us kind of a backstory of mm -hmm. from for long zuckus and just the history yeah um well i've been around around 10 years the site has and um uh, it mostly evolved out of the fact that 
Um, we all know that around 2012, Star Wars, you know, that 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 3D bubble kind of popped. Everyone thought it was going to be hot, and then it wasn't. And then a lot of the sites that I was going to uh, daily for my Star Wars content, reading articles and whatnot, was starting to shift away because what was three and three quarter action figures doing? Because after the bubble popped for a second time with Phantom Menace merchandise, mm-hmm. people were like, you know, like what was Hasbro even doing? Like what were they looking forward to? At that point, we didn't have the sequel trilogy on the books. We didn't have, you know, Clone Wars had wrapped up. I mean, there's just like, what was there? Disney and, hadn't even uh, bought Star Wars or Lucasfilm yet at that point, yeah, right? Yeah, 12. Or at the end of 12 or at the end of 13? Yeah, but I in think October when, when, when Phantom Menace yeah. 3D came out, it was still a separate entity. It was still, it was still yeah. yeah, because yeah. they canceled the release of Episode 2 and 3 in 3D. In 3D yeah. And yeah. then showed them to us at, um, well, they showed us Episode 2 at Celebration. I was there because I have proudly, knock on wood, seen every Star Wars um film in theaters on opening day since 1983 so that's a wow. humble brag there um and that includes and that includes the releases the reissues the you know i even went rogue one was that this year or last year yep it was this year oh. this year yeah yeah it was no. this year yeah yeah it was yeah, it was, it was earlier yeah. this year yeah um but yeah so they were not writing about star wars action figures like they normally did and, uh, and then some of these sites I was going to aren't even around today. And so I was like, man, this really sucks. Because they were moving on to higher end stuff. I don't know if you guys True. realize, but like that was the time when like, you know, sabers and helmets and statues and gentle giant and all these people were really producing a lot of high end stuff. And that's never been my collectability. I, I, I'm just, I, I refer to myself as a toy aisle collector. And that's why I have issues with so much like, you know, I mean, we can even say the Black Series has such a large percentage of its toy line as an exclusive somewhere that's not found in a toy aisle. Mm. Well, I don't think that, yeah. you know, I was raised in the 80s. My my love is things like, you know, Mask and Centurions and Sky Commanders and stuff you would find at Toys R Us, you know, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, He-Man. Those are toy aisle lines. And when collecting started to move away from the toy aisle i felt like man i've been left behind but then i realized all right well i've been doing this my whole life i love i mean even i have these bins here nope over here are full of action figures that go all the way back to 77 like when i started you know or 78 technically when figures started coming out right um they i I never got rid of my action figures ever 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 and that goes for all the lines I collect, you know, and the He-Mans, the Transformers, the Mask, whatever. Uh, that's a childhood Blizzard box right there, Buzzard box that I just refound. I, I was staring at it. I'm like, is that Mask? Yeah, that is. I have. Yeah. I'm missing six vehicles from the entire line, so and all jealous. but one of them I had as a kid. So Ryan Dole from Yes Have Some actually has bought me my only modern mask vehicle that i didn't have from my childhood because otherwise i was almost complete as a kid i was spoiled as hell trust me i know (laughs) yeah no um and so when the action figure sites start going away 
that I was like, man, I feel like I know something about this, you know, and I'm known as the Star Wars guy in my friend circle, my collecting circles. So I'm like, you know what? On a whim one day, I registered the trademark, you know, or the the URL from forlomdezuckus.com. And I, I think I was on my planning period at school and I just happened to do it. I'm a school teacher in middle school. And I did it one day. And then the next day I did all the social media accounts. And then I just took it from the idea, well, I'm going to write an article that I would want to read if I was, you know, not me. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I, I approached it from the idea that probably no one's going to read this, but I feel like I have all these toys. I could take pictures of them. I know about them. I can write them. And then I always kept spreadsheets of my collections and I'm like, well, maybe other people might want that. So then I started Mm -hmm. translating those into word docs or into, you know, web pages and whatnot. And, then I started getting, you know, light tents and photos and backdrops and ring lights and mics and stuff. And then at the same time, my buddy Jason Latroll started Galaxy of Toys here in the Seattle area. And so all us Seattle groups started, you know, coming together in podcasts. So, you know, there's a huge, huge concentration of collectors, like well known in, you know, collecting circles that live here in the Seattle area. So we pooled our knowledge and you know, and then it just, it just opened up doors and opportunity. And I reached out to Hasbro. Hasbro sent me to their PR firm. I've been one of their approved media guys for, you know, almost as long as the site's been around. Then I started presenting at Emerald City Comic Con and celebrations, doing panels about figure collecting. Then, you know, the, the, the podcasting led to having my own show that I created with Chris from Galactic Figures or but used to be Jedi business. We did that for two and a half years. So, you know, now I'm, you know, because of that, people knew me. And so uh, I work a lot with uh, Washington State SummerCon, where I interview celebrities on stage. And it just like, it just keeps, you know, a snowball effect, you know, you just kind of put your passion out there. And it's funny how you attract other people that have passion and take you in other places. So that is a very long-winded example of how, you know, I wanted to write and read about Star Wars action figures, and now it's become this. Yeah, that's great. I, I specifically want to know the name. It's probably the most <laughs> unique name in the collecting community. So what was sort of the inspiration on that? This is very easy now that they've re-released the retro collection. Forlom, this is how uh, those of us who grew up in the 80s you knew this character as Forlom. And then this character was Zuckus, right? (laughs) So the robot was Zuckus and the alien was Forlom. That was until uh, they started doing role play, um, you know, guides and whatnot in the, you know, late 80s, early 90s. And they realized that Kenner had switched their names. Okay, this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be a robot. And the Forlom stands for, for the love of money. And so they finally reversed their names um, or corrected their names, if you will. And so that was the idea behind it. The website would be from Forlom to Zuckus. So I'm covering everything in Star Wars action figures from Forlom to Zuckus. And that could mean, you know, from A to Z. A lot of people don't realize, yeah. you know, I'm from Seattle, Amazon. If you look at the Amazon logo, there is a arrow that goes from A to the Z in Amazon because they carry everything now. And so it was the same kind of concept, um, you know, covering everything to do, you know, even the niche weird, you know, 
imperfections of the line, I guess, if you will. Yeah, I love it because you have to be such a core collector to understand like even the reference from the mm -hmm. switch. So I, I think no, it's like, it definitely it's very it definitely um, you know it's one of those if you know you know type mm -hmm. things and yeah. you know and there's there's a small group of people that do um you know i tell people hey yeah you know back when i did the daily podcast toy run and uh they're like oh i should follow you i'm like no i go do you like star wars action figures and they're like well no but i like podcasts i'm like then they don't follow me this is this is too inside baseball for you this is yeah. like this is not fun. This is like someone telling me, you know, hey, I run a podcast on, you know, China quilting. dishes, yeah. you know, or yeah, yeah quilting or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to listen that to that. That doesn't sound fun. I like podcasts. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I go for the for exact same thing because my wife will have friends where their friends are like, oh, my husband likes Star Wars too. What's his podcast name? And I'm and I'm like, don't, don't like they mm -hmm. they are not. Gonna, nope. We talk about not only do we talk about Star Wars merchandise and we cover the shows and movies a little bit. Well, no movies have come out since we've been doing it, but the show is a little bit. But, <laughs> but we cover a specific a action figure issue. line, like super niche. They won't want to listen to it. Trust me, just don't even. Yeah, no, just don't, I don't even bring people. It mm -mm, I don't do yeah. it. You know what? Even even because uh, in my little community, we have a a gated community, and my wife and I have been doing a nightly walk for years, and just recently, within <laughs> the last week. We've started meeting our neighbors and they're always like, oh, you're the guys we always see walking around. But there's one where like he's like, oh, yeah, I like toys, too. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, OK, but like, like, do you like toys or do you like like toys? Because if it's not the same level, if it's not the same level, I don't I don't know how you'll take this. <laughs> you know, we from obviously doing this for 10 years or so. Yeah. You know, I've seen, you know, us Galaxy of Toys used to be like the only Star Wars podcast mm -hmm. about collecting that you could even find. Right. Um, and now, you know, you can throw a rock at them if you search, you know, Spotify or iTunes or whatever, um, which is great. But in reality of podcasts, though, I mean, podcasts were only this then and now they're this. Yep. But still, the collecting community on podcasts is still tiny, right? Yep. So it's still a very niche, even though there's so many shows out there. And watch them all. Go, you know, yes, have some. And, you know, find uh, find uh, Geek Dad Life and, you know, all our good all friends out there, yep. right? Um, there's so many great ones. And there's some really bad ones, too. <laughs> um, I don't live in the we, negative we do our and best. there's people there's people yeah. who live in the negative and they make whole shows out of that and mm -hmm. I have had you know I don't do that so but the negative casts the good casts all of them they're still very very small and niche yeah. and it's not you know you got to really be into this to even you know appreciate or enjoy or want to listen more for the most part you know yeah Whenever we started this podcast, I never thought that we would have enough of an audience to have almost 50 Patreon members that are willing to like give us their hard-earned money just because they I support was honestly the hesitant. podcast. And, I yeah, was hesitant yeah. to start it. I'm like, no one's going to want to give us money for doing this. Like, yeah, I started anyone it just can in case, do this. Like mm -hmm. five people maybe wanted to give us yeah. $2, but now we yeah. have people that give us the VIP tier, which is 25 and then we have an 1138 yeah. tier for joining us live. Like... We really appreciate all of our Patreon members, 
Um, speaking of Patreon, what, real what fast, a great segue into our Patreon plug! Wow, let's just let's just plug the Wow-wee. Patreon real quick. Insert Patreon bumper. So, if you're listening to the audio version of this, if you want to join the Patreon, you can support us two dollar tier. That's just the basic tier. Or if you want to watch the YouTube video and see how me and Mike interact visually, and then see all the cool action figures we get on the camera, you can do the Cantina Alien tier. And then if you want to join us live, that's 1138, which is a nice Star Wars reference. You can join us live every other Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And then you can also be a VIP member. That's $25 a month. So it's price of an action figure these days, so we get it. Um, so, but if that's in your, if in your financial budget, we would really appreciate it. You can join our VIP hangout, which we're going to have next Thursday with Will Bond and Kirby, which will be, I think we're doing August 10th at 8 PM Eastern as well. So yep. we'll hang out for maybe an hour, hour and a half or so yeah. and talk. It's, it's their show. So if you want to join, like me and Mike are the guests. So if you want to join VIP, you can run, you can run the show. Um, and, uh, just to reiterate like i do every time the only reason we bring this up is because we don't do ads we'll never do ads we've been approached to start ads and insert ads we're not going to do it the only way we get any money from this is patreon and right now all of our patreon money is going towards getting us to japan in 2025 because we want to go to star yeah we want to go to star wars celebration but neither of us can really afford (laughs) the money (laughs) to go to celebration so this, if you want to hear us go to celebration and do a show, that's that's where the money's going. We'll do multiple shows over there. Too. Oh, we'll yeah, do, gonna, we'll, we'll do, do something every day. Can. Yeah, we'll do. We'll you do better live stream can. every damn panel for me. Konnichiwa. <laughs> we'll just FaceTime Jake the whole time. That's it. Thank you. That's all we're going to do. Perfect. That's right. Anyways, that's Time it. That's it for Patreon. You don't have to hear us talk about it anymore until we talk about it again because we will talk about it again, but it just it comes up naturally. It's It's not an ad. This is an ad. And now this ad is over. <laughs> Um, now now it just says in the show notes bring on jake that's all it says bring on jake (laughs) we're jumping around a little here we're starting over so i do want to go ahead and let's talk about return the jedi a little bit because yeah uh because it's the anniversary my thing is i want to catch you up my thing is in like 15 or so we're on the 40th anniversary so for the 50th anniversary just Take Hayden the age he looks because he'll be age appropriate. Darth Vader, he should not be an eighty-eight or an eighty-year-old man. He should be forty-five or so. Just put him under the helmet when Luke takes it off, and then it's perfect. That that's that's what I'm in. That's what I'm for. Okay. okay. The fiftieth right. anniversary Let, edition. Well, okay. Let's let's explain George Lucas's theory. Why is why is Hayden replaced as a Force ghost over Sebastian Stan? Sebastian Shaw. He, Sebastian Shaw. Stan. Oh, Shaw, yeah. is no. a, Winter Soldier. Is Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. <laughs> yeah. No. Which would be a wild change. It was funny. <laughs> I was at my masseuse yesterday, and we're friends with our massage therapist, and she was talking about how she had just watched Winter Soldier and um and civil war for the first time with her family and i'm like oh she's like and no one told me falcon was gonna be in this and he's my guy and i'm like you know there's a disney plus show right she's like yeah right what and so <laughs> we, this whole show <laughs> yeah no i know and i go they're making captain america 4 starring him you know this right so 
Sebastian Stan's been on my mind yeah. because we've been having that conversation. It's crazy so, how how people can just be so out of loop on something. Like I get not knowing right? every little niche detail of something, but like that's a big thing to go so mm-hmm. long missing. Like you never saw a commercial with Falcon right? in it, and you never like oh Falcon's in this. Like you never not once <laughs> saw that. Like that's bonkers <laughs> to me. Yeah, I know. She's she's a little older than sure, us, so sure, you yeah, know maybe fine. I'm just gonna brush it off, right? Just I'm, brush it off. Anyway, so right. talk, you're talking. So, if George Lucas is retconning of his creation with the special edition, and remember the special edition was just an audition to see if he could make the prequels. Okay, we need to remember that that George Lucas was just trying out shit, just to try it to see if he can make. You know, I know um, I know Gollum gets all the credit as the first live action non CG star of a show. But, you know, people really glaze over the fact that Jar Jar had a few years on him. Jar Jar is Mm -hmm. the very first lead character CGI character. So but that's what George was trying. So he was just popping stuff in. But his justification for the Hayden was. That was the last time he was of the light side, right? And so when you revert to the force, you know, this force spirit, if you know how to do that, right? Very few do. He was the chosen one. So he automatically gets a pass, I guess. No one had to train him how to do it because he's the chosen one. Could you imagine um, no, if no one else figured it out and it's just him? Yeah. <laughs> it's just him. Just him so like, there. But, do, do I? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you guys see who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Right. He's just I'm assuming there. he was doing inferences, you know, yeah. like, yeah. oh, let's see. Obi-Wan, Yoda, that must be my dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, no idea who I. Yeah. But I guess my my issue with that claim is. Luke didn't do his job to bring his dad back to the light side if Sebastian Shaw is not there. Right, I agree. Because I agree. in yeah. order for Vader to make mm-hmm. the switch, lift Palpatine up and mm-hmm. give him the old hoot, that, that, then why did he do it? If he was still a darksider, if he was still evil, if he was still... More machine than man. Like, why did he hoist his boss over the side? No, he became, he found Anakin again. He became the light side again. So it makes sense that he's in 81. I mean, Sebastian Shaw, I think, was 81 when he filmed that scene. He should be an old ass dude, even though Anakin would probably only be what, 40, 40 something? 45. 40, 40, 45. Yeah. I, I did the math. And so I, I came around on this for that reason, but I still think ev- everything is wrong. And what they need to do is refilm that scene with a current Hayden Christensen. <laughs> And he would be a forty-five-year-old Hayden Christensen. Uh, no, and he's that, not forty-five yet. He's got a few years, right? Well, it's close he's enough. Young. I feel that's like it's why, close enough. That's why the fiftieth anniversary 40, would I'm be 46. so perfect. I'm forty-one, so okay, so he's I'm older than me, and he's younger than I am. I know. No, so my thing is, like, one out. of my one of my things is with Sebastian Shaw. You see this old guy there, and of course, like everybody knows, it's Anakin, but he shouldn't have hair. He should have giant scars on his face. He should have he sh- he shouldn't have eyebrows. He should be just a normal Anakin Skywalker. So make Hayden Christensen the fiftieth anniversary 
Just put him in there, and then you have the age thing down. You have the He's current 42. thing down. So he's a year older than me and a little bit younger than you. I still think that's close enough. It's close that, enough. It's close Shoot. enough. If you can have him play the 18-year-old or whatever it was in yeah. the crappy <laughs> flashback scene on Obi-Wan. Right, yeah. <laughs> but why, I, they, why was that? My my 12-year-old was sitting next to me and goes like, are they really making me believe that that's from Attack of the Clones? I'm like, he oh, did look a little old. He had those, he had those, the, the, those lines around his they jaw. They had the crow like, yeah, the feet and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brother! But um, I, because because your your reasoning, Jake, is exactly why I don't like it. Is having him be a young Hayden Christensen negates that change. Like he was no. 100%. It's saying that he wasn't a lightsider when when he died. But that's the whole point. Is that he was he redeemed himself right. he came back to the light side so he should be he should be 45 years old or whatever and in the original show he's like an 81 year old man which is way too young but then they changed it to be like a 20 and, and that Hayden Christensen is is pre Revenge of the Sith but post Attack of the Clones Hayden Christensen like that because they added that in for the 2004 DVD release because it wasn't yes. It wasn't there in the 1997 special no. edition because they that had was the, that was mm -hmm. the DVD version. Yes, correct. It was yeah. that, they, they changed it specifically for the DVD release, which was yeah, 2004. They did it while filming *Revenge of the Sith*, and they didn't even right. tell Hayden. They were like, "Just stand here and and smile." Yeah. <laughs> so, so That's what you're Hayden seeing, said. yeah, exactly. It, is you're seeing Hayden Christensen, who's way too young to be a Darth Vader of that age. Versus an old man who's way too old to be Darth yeah. Vader. At that I also age. just think it's the, one of the reasons he did it is because you're sending him back to before he even got the wounds of Darth Vader, like whenever all his limbs were chopped off and he I, burned. Yeah, I think people can look like and, however they want to look like. Like I like if I came back, I would and and like I got into a car accident. I'm not gonna look like I just got into a car accident, dude. I'm gonna look like I looked like you know what, how I remember myself looking like. Will yeah. Bond, you just gotta buy the um, get the shoot, what's the, that the 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 Harmies special edition. I have all yeah, three. Yeah, they, they have these specialized fabulous. editions. I've got the 4K 77 and the 4K mm -hmm. 83 and all that stuff. They exist if you know where yeah. to look. And I normally don't condone like KOs and bootlegs and stuff, but if it's not available, that's my one caveat. Like. Like if that's a version that you really want and it's not available, then you knock yourself out. You you do what I, you got to do. See, and I am, I am. How do you say? I think you are on this planet for a very limited number of rotations around the sun, and so if you want to watch a show that's not available, and you have access to a copy of it, watch the show. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you have access to, and this is the controversial part, if you have access to a figure that looks like a figure that you can't afford, but you can afford the look-alike, it's your life, it's your money, it's your, I mean, I, I mean, you guys are focused on a collection that's only a decade yeah. old, right? True. So, you know, the idea behind bootleg black series isn't really a thing, but for someone we have who... Some. We have some. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Veal's Toy Story. Why wouldn't you? I mean, if they, if Hasbro's not making a figure and someone else is making that figure, why not? Yeah. Buy one compatible, right? Um, I got, I got, I'm, even though I'm a lifelong collector, 
I still, I'm a school teacher, so I'm never going to be a, you know, I'm never swimming through, you know, Scrooge McDuck money vaults, right? And so, what are you talking you know, about? Teachers make bank. Are you kidding me? Bank, so much banks, <laughs> all the banks. And so, if someone's making a bootleg figure of a figure that I'll never be able to afford because they go for two hundred thousand dollars and there's only twenty of them in the world, why wouldn't you buy it? Like, you mm -hmm. know, if you want it, it's your money, and you could spend fifty bucks on something that looks like. I mean, how many people have? Mona Lisa's hanging in their house. They don't own the real Mona Lisa, How but they have a replica. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Bad example. Bad example. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I just, I feel like it's your life, it's your money, and your, you know, whatever. I. You heard it here that's first, everyone. Jake, Jake's official position that. is anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> it's not anarchy. Do, it's do like, what you want. Do whatever you no, I'm, Do what feels I'm good. Kidding. Do what feels do what good. Feels yeah. Good. <laughs> It yeah, is a good it point. Feels good. Like, it can't be wrong. <laughs> You're gonna no, die have... someday. Just buy toys. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, that's the end of the day. That's all I want. And this is why I value my friendship with the Yes Have Some crew and the Toy Anxiety Group, is because they are hardcore toy collectors, but they understand at the end of the day, they collect children's toys. Mm -hmm. yeah. They understand that what the nostalgia is and the fact that these are plastic pieces of someone else. And it's just, we are toy collectors. Yes. This isn't, yes. this is nothing more than action figures. Yes, I worked at Toys R Us for three and a half years. I know how important toys are to people. I know how important they are to me. But at the end of the day, I know that they are toys. Yep. And that's just, some people think that, you know, buying toys makes you a, you know, a lot. I'm sure I'm not the only one, but, you know, a corporate shill if you buy from one company and not another or, you know, or you're ruining the hobby if you ever own a, pro, uh, a uh, you know, a, um, a, uh, um, a bootleg or, yeah. you know, or a Oh, there are KO people that said or... I was ruining the hobby because I, I, I publicly said I was going to buy the Black Series Black Kersantan when it was announced. And I got so many people... How dare you buy I know, a toy buy that a you toy want? That, that I'm spending my money on something that I wanted on my shelf for a very specific reason that, you know what, even if I didn't have a reason, who cares? It's a toy. You've ruined it. But, ruined I mean, it. Yeah. the hobby's ruined. Yes, but because I mean, they, didn't, I wasn't, they yeah. didn't make a screen accurate one a year no. later yeah, and right. they didn't make, you know, so you ruined it. So, yeah, thanks it's for terrible. that. It's awful. Well, Everything's actually, worse. you're to blame because to it has blame. so few accessories. Mm -hmm. Yes, correct. It's I will give you that. No, it's 100% my fault. I made that mm -hmm. decision. Yeah. Because I just bought a second one in three yeah. and three quarter that has more accessories than the more accessory one that I bought or pre-ordered. Yeah, you pre-ordered it. You got one? the, yeah. <laughs> did I get the exclusive before you, I got the pre-order? You did. You did. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. See, yeah. this is the problem. Yeah. And it comes with everything that the the mainline version does come with right yep. for tvc it does 100 so so and that's no why you sell that even... one first yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so. no i don't i mean i'm not out here defending the choices of corporations who know how to manipulate me because i'm very aware of it yes i'm aware of it i know i'm being and, manipulated <laughs> yeah yeah i, oh, I mean oh, yeah. it's yeah. like 
it's like someone being sad that the prostitute doesn't love them. You know, it's like <laughs> right, right. It's or like the, why don't you the love me? Girl doesn't really think that you're super funny and cute, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like no, I know what's happening here. Yeah, I'm they want my money. To it. Yeah. Why are you giving me issues? Like, yeah. just let me enjoy my toys, right? Yeah. I went through the same thing today with uh, that the Luke and Grogu pack. People were yep. complaining about it on those Facebook pages, and then I got yeah. in a nice debate about it. I was, people were like, who asked for this? So Literally me. I saw yeah. the episode, and I said, I want a Luke and Grogu build-up pack. Yep. You can probably go to that Black Series Canteen episode, and I probably said, I want that It's probably in a build-up pack. Anytime someone says nobody wants something or nobody asked for something, I always respond the same way. Wow. You've just confused yourself for everybody. How embarrassing. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the answer is there is always somebody that wants something. Like like Zach said, and me, I bought that pack. I love that pack. I haven't done toy reviews in months. And that's one of the packs where I'm like, I'm going to do a review Got on you this. Back and, in you know, yeah. and I'm just going to plug it. I did a review on it. So if you want to see my review on it, you can go on my YouTube channel and you can watch it. It's a pretty good review. I think it was pretty good anyways um you know it's just it's crazy how mad people are i feel like they think that they they have seen through the veil they're like this isn't worth as much money as they're charging and now that they've seen the truth they want other people to agree with them and if you don't agree with them then you're on the on the wrong side welcome to america 2023 (laughs) right Right. I'll spare your show by getting political, but you know, you know, I'm saying that's like, that is, it it is, it is, it is the mentality of the 2020s. And we're going to look back and go, dude, do you remember when we did that, you know, or when everyone did that, or, you know, it was going to be the culture, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And Mm -hmm. the reason for it is we all grew up with console wars. And you identified your whole life by whether you were Nintendo or you I'm were a Sega. Guy. And, 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 and that's it. Guy. And if you were Sega, and, and, and yeah. the only reason that you had to choose is because no, nobody's <laughs> parents were rich enough to have both. And if you were, yeah, right? Yeah, if you were one of those kids who was rich enough to have both, you didn't really get a say. But but you had to draw a line because you had to choose Nintendo or Sega. And if you were Sega, you were dead to me. Because Nintendo was the only way to go. And I feel like we Droid just... Ne- or Apple. You know? Same, same what thing. are you? Yeah. What okay. are you? If I text... When I was dating, um, if I ever texted a girl and it came back green, she would not... <laughs> she, would, she would not get a second date. She just would not. But I feel like, I feel like we just never got... This guy. We never grew out of mm-hmm. that mentality. Like, it's a very human, tribal mentality. And it's the same thing that we you know we joke about on this on this podcast, this very podcast. We make jokes about TVC versus Black Series, and and it's mostly in response to there are a couple of online accounts that I won't name that are very pro TVC and very anti Black Series. Where where I TV, don't know who you're talking where about. Where TVC is the only valid way to collect Star Wars, mm-hmm. and and. <laughs> We joke about doing the opposite of that because it's just a response to that. I don't really, I don't really care. Like, I don't really care that you collect mostly TVC. I don't, I don't care how you spend your money or what you collect. I don't personally like it, but like, I'm not mad that you collect it. I'm not mad that they make it. I don't feel like anytime you get something, it's taking something away from me because I know that's not how it works. 
like every it's line. It's a pie. You know, yeah. no, it's a pie. <laughs> no, it's a it's a whole pie. You, yeah. yeah, it's a whole pie. <laughs> it's a you whole just pie. took it. Thanks. That's, you're Thanks. welcome. It's a finite closed system. No, but yeah. it's it's so weird how people they just have this weird tribal mentality of like, okay, I am for this, I am not for that, and and that is the bad guy. Anyone that mm-hmm. that does not agree with me is wrong, and that's just and at the end of the day. We're just talking about toys. Like, these are just, these are just Thank toys. You. Thank you. Thank you. Even though, yes. you know, it would be really nice not to have that little brother taking up fig- figure budgets. But, you know. Oh. My world was opened, though. I will say my world was opened when a former, um, oh, gosh, his name is going to escape me, of course, because I need, I need it right now. And That's I won't how it be able works. To grab it. You need it right yep. now. You read it now. I need it. And that name's just gone. Um, You're... <clears throat> there is a former um, Hasbro Star Wars sculptor designer um, who was, uh, you guys probably saw this, it was a few years ago. He was at the ZBrush conference, right? And he was mm-hmm. debuting some of the newest technology. ZBrush, for those who don't know, is the system that they sculpt a lot of the, digitally sculpt a lot of the action figures through yep. these days. Yeah. And anyway, he was talking about to mold, the molding, the metal molds that physically, you know, clap your plastic figures together and form them. Um, they cost a hundred thousand dollars, right? So per figure, per sculpt, per mold, whatever is today a hundred thousand dollars. And he said, with the amount of pieces between the six inch figures and the three and three quarter figures, there is no difference in the mold cost. And that right there kind of enlightened me because you know, as a three and three quarter figure collector, primarily, right? Um, I was, you know, I was a little sad when Black Series came out and it started, you know, getting so much momentum because so much steam. After right. That yeah. No, year, I was yeah. no longer. I mean, if you think about it, you know, three and three quarter has been the standard size since 78. Right. Sure. Yep. And so you guys come around in 2012 and 13 ish um, and then start to take away some of that wind from the sales. Right. I mean, of course, I would be upset about that. Um not upset about people who collect them, but just the fact that, you know, you're not the shining child necessarily anymore, which is, you know, that's just me, right? As someone who's used to having this thing. But when he said, when I learned that a few years ago, I'm like, well, that, of course, from a business perspective, why wouldn't I create more six inch or why wouldn't I push six inch harder than three and three quarter if I can make double the amount of money from that product, right? If it costs me the same to make three and three quarter or six inch, why wouldn't mm-hmm. I create more six inch? Because from a corporate position, it's going to make me so much more money, right? And again, it's just like sit, sitting back and realizing you collect toys, toys are for kids, toys are also for collectors, but a corporation has stockholders and needs to make money and whatever. It's just having that perspective, which sometimes toy collectors can be the blinders are on and they just don't see anything other than I don't want to pay that or that's not worth the value. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it's a it's a smart business move to make six inch over three and three quarter Mm -hmm. if it costs the exact same amount to mold them. Right. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, uh, Crisby had um, Daryl DePriest on. Daryl DePriest is the old Star Wars brand manager, also old uh, G.I. Joe brand manager from Hasbro. And he said they delayed putting, they delayed releasing because he helped de- design the three, uh, the six inch line back, uh, you know, a decade plus ago. And he said, we actually delayed releasing it because we knew it would cut into the three and three quarter line. And so, you know, here we are a decade later. We both have it. I feel like for the most part, you know, they've been better about balancing it. I feel so like they have lately. Yeah. It's yeah. not, yeah. it's not, if for a while it was definitely, we were getting reissues and you were getting new product, right? I, no, I agree. And this whole, whole swatches of time periods, like, like, and we'll talk about this in a bit, but with the ghost, like yeah, three and three quarter inch collectors are just now getting rebels figures. Like they had the, right. the simplistic line. Yeah, we had the five and three, the, the five POA. The five P. You had the five yeah. POA line, but that's not the same as like the TVC. Like there is a difference there, and I hundred percent, I get that. You know, or, or Bad Batch. Like you, you just got, you got one right. You've got I got one. You got one. No. You got Hunter. No, 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 no. Take that back. Yeah, I got three in a multi pack that were all repaints of clones. Mm. So I got three, I got four figures. I only have one new actual character. But that right. still didn't, that took a while to come out still though, right? It did. It, it wasn't did. like we don't, yeah. Yeah. pretty soon after. It, I think they, it seems like they use Black Series to push the new media more than they use TVC for sure. Well, I I love this character. Mm-hmm. You love Omega? Omega? Yeah. Omega? Omega. Omega. Come on now. Omega. Right. Omega is... How do I say this? She did what Ahsoka couldn't. She was lovable from the get-go. That's true. Ahsoka, I've told the story before, so I'll tell the very abridged version. Um, Ahsoka was the most annoying character in 2008. Mm -hmm. Everyone was like, what the F is this? Anakin doesn't have a Padawan. So first of all, it's wrong. Second of all, she's whiny little B. I mean, it's just like everyone, I mean, I don't care. Yeah. No. And people will say, no, I always loved Ahsoka. No, you did Bull not. crap. Yeah. Actually, I am Einstein old enough has... to know that people hated 3PO. People yeah. hated 3PO. 3PO was the whiny character from the early 80s. People hated him. I was, I'm of the era of people hated Ewoks, Ewoks because yeah. they were the cute little guys. I mean, I am, might look deceptive, but I am that old to know that people revision, right? Just well, like we're, you know, we're all those... revisionist history right now with prequels, like people, right? Like, Absolutely. Well, yeah, people like, and I want to, I want to pull back a little bit. Zach is here. Zach is is what I consider a youngin, and okay. he was the right age for things like Ahsoka in two thousand eight, and, and and the prequels. Like the like when mm-hmm. you're a kid, when you're a kid, you just kind of accept stuff. You don't really have a critical eye. You know, Correct. so so you just and, and I go back when I'm watching like Transformers or whatever the cartoons in the 80s. I'm like, this is awful. I love it, but it's terrible. You know, he man is unwatchable. It's, it's so bad. That was my favorite it's show. So bad. It is it's, unwatchable. It's so bad. But I'm buying every character that comes yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. But but you know, for for us, like you're like I'm in my 20s or whatever when when 2008 hit or or when the prequels hit. You know, I'm still I was 17, 18 years old. Like. 
I remember the reception. I remember people, oh, it's awful, it's terrible. Star Wars is ruined. Star Wars is dead. And, you know, over the next decade and a half or whatever, you got the kids that are Zach's yeah. age and stuff like that. They're growing up and they're like, no, I loved them from the start because, you know, those are my childhood. And I get that. I get that. But you can't pretend that it was always that way. Mm-hmm. That is revisionist history because th- while those kids loved it then, that was not the majority of fans no. Of, of the time, age yeah. of the yeah, time. No. Yeah, Ashley Eckstein has literally said in interviews that she was pretty much depressed for like the first year after mm-hmm. the backlash from yep. Ahsoka, and it took her a, yeah. a couple years for her to finally get the love. And now Ahsoka's leading her own damn show. Yep. Next th- later this month. So yeah, we um, have yeah. one episode, one more episode until that's a thing that we get to talk about on right. the mm-hmm. show. And speaking yeah. of the age um, thing, real quick, I thought it was yeah. funny because. I think this is pretty funny. Whenever you said console wars, yeah, you, instantly my head went PlayStation, Xbox, and then and then you said <laughs> Nintendo, no, Sega, like, and I was like, that's, oh yeah, no, the, the yeah. original the original console wars was Sega, <laughs> Nintendo. I didn't even it, consider it, and then you were like, oh Nintendo, yeah. Sega. I was like, yep, that makes sense. It yep. checks out. <laughs> It's fun. It's fun. I've done this before because uh, when I used to, uh, I was a pretty common guest on the Sandcrawler podcast and uh, Mike Tarkin was 10 years older than I am. And then Dan was 10 years younger than I was. So we had these three perspectives always going. And it's like, it's, it's, the best shows have that diversity, right? Yeah, I think, I think no that's one wants why to I've, listen to a show where everyone's like, yeah, me agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I think that's why people enjoy our shows because Mike and I, there is a 10 year, 11 year age, maybe even 12. Like there is an age I don't want to think so about it too hard, honestly. We have different perspectives <laughs> of, I grew up with the prequels, so I can give that perspective. Mm-hmm. And then he yeah. grew up with, you know, the nineties and late eighties yeah. and all that. So yeah, I was a I fan think, during the dark times in the nineties. When the only thing we had were terrible books. Oh yeah, on Bendums. Oh yeah, Bendums. oh yeah, Bendums. Searching yeah. for Bendums, <laughs> for like Bendums. that was like, oh, I um, yeah, no, I uh, I've made the controversial statement before saying that I am the perfect age of a Star Wars fan, okay. and I know that 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 hurts everybody who's a Star Wars fan because they are themselves the perfect age, right? But I do, I do like the fact that I was, you know, I was born in 76. So I can't say that I was a fan in Star Wars of 77, right? right. But I definitely had the figures by 80. So Empire, um, I saw, and I grew up in the 80s through it. But the prequels came out right when I was still like around 18 years old. And mm-hmm. I still feel like I still viewed them through a youthful lens. And so I love the prequel era. I love love the prequel era and all the books and the comics and the video games are all tied in now the problem with the prequels as opposed to the original trilogy is the original trilogy you can watch the three movies and have a complete whole great story the prequels you literally needed to read the comics and play the video games and read the novels to get a better feel of that whole world right and then the sequels are just a mess in regards to that because they still haven't explained stuff that happened in the prequel in the sequels. So agreed. So I, I, I live in this weird world where I really like the era that I grew up in because I could tie into so many. Um, mm-hmm. But going back to Ahsoka, Ahsoka started as such a whiny character. You did not like her. And then I remember I was shocked when her finale, when she walked away from the Jedi Order, I was like shocked because I had a tear come down my eyes and I'm like, how did I get here? 
What did Dave Filoni do? He drugged <laughs> me or something because I hated this character and now I am like tearing love, up yeah. that she's leaving mm -hmm. this. And when and when she came into the Rebels show, that's when that show got good. That good that Rebels was not good from the outset. You know, on Galaxy of Toys, we call them just hanging out in the planet of Kansas because it's just all it is hanging out. <laughs> yeah, the weeds. That's yeah. all it is <laughs> for like the first two seasons. You're like, wow, this is a great show. They're on Kansas again, you know. Um, but then when she came into that show, it started to be good. When Maul came into that show, it started to be good. So, you know, Ahsoka is the Omega. They did what they didn't do with Ahsoka. She was absolutely lovable from onset, right? And that is why I had to have this figure because I'm not a big, I'm not a huge, uh, you know, obviously completist of the line, but also when she's discounted for nine dollars and nineteen cents, I nice. couldn't, I couldn't go wrong. Especially the fact that she's got uh, what is this creature with her again? It is the. Um, and she has a name. Wow. I can't remember it right now. Does didn't even say see that's yeah the problem with tvc and black series tv i mean, black series is even better than tvc but you get this little blurb here mm -hmm. black uh the vintage collection horrible packaging i know it's nostalgia based here's a han solo figure i know what movie it's from that is it that is all the information that's on this card to a kid this day who is this a good guy? Is this a bad guy? Is this a rebel? Is this a Jedi? I just, I'm, I'm, as much as I love the packaging of TVC, I just wish there was a more kid friendly um, version. Do you remember like, back you know? in the day when they had little file cards in the back and the Peloforce 2 stuff like that? You got yeah. a little blurb about You know who them? wrote those? Steve Sansweet. Steve Sansweet, yeah. Steve Sansweet wrote those. Uh, here's the thing. I have three sets of those cards. I have a carded version. I have a still on the card back and I have a cutout version. It's crazy town. I know, but I absolutely love the detail. I love, I mean, going back to turtles or He-Man where they yep. tell a story where yep. they define their action figure, uh, weapons and accessories. These lines here are purely nostalgia based and they make you pay because you know, this is a $16.99 figure. A three and three quarter figure is three, 16 bucks now, 17 bucks. And the average kid, this is not a desirable product, right? I don't know. I have, a, again, toy aisle issues. Even this here. Nubs, have you watched this series yet? I haven't watched it, no. I had the Young Jedi series, yeah. I've watched a couple episodes. It's obviously not made for us. So my attention span isn't super long, but this is a really cute character. Mm -hmm. And I had to get a Yoda because this is probably the only version of a New Republic Yoda that we'll have because I don't see... Do you see Black Series doing New Republic? You mean uh, you mean the High, High Republic? Republic? High Republic, sorry. High I, Republic. Would, I would like to. I had a couple of High no, Republic you would figures. would like um, to, yeah. yes. I don't but, think so, though. I don't think we'll see it. No, I don't think it'll happen it unless it's on screen. Well, they'll do it. They're doing a movie. They're doing a High Republic movie. Yes, that's true. But we're going to get Acolyte before oh, we're going to Acolyte. So they'll probably do yeah. something around then. But I'd love to see, like, from the books, the characters from the books. Because I've read a couple of those, and they're pretty good. I am... Um, 
I personally haven't fallen in love with any of the Disney era novels. Um, and not saying that all of the old novels were worth beans, but there were some really good ones. There were some. Um, there were some good yeah. ones, but there were a lot of bad ones. I'm just there say was that. a lot of stinkers. Like yeah. I, I kind of got distracted with the Yuuzhan Vong. Like I just didn't. Yeah. None of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like yeah, anything. The, the new. The high, was it the new, the new Jedi Order? Didn't like any of it. Honestly, yeah. I really didn't. I wasn't yeah. a big fan yeah. myself. I I really liked learning the background stories of like the tales of Jabba's palace and the tales from but the even cantina. those stories were were that were pretty bad like they had boba fett was was named jester Muriel from the planet concord dawn like you know they they didn't have any information so just making shit up right and they had to go back and retcon all they of that did. stuff to make it to make it work but i remember i was in high school reading tales of Jabba's palace i'm like who the fuck is jester Muriel? you know like 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 what? Well, What's happening? Let's see. I remember reading Boba's backstory when that uh, I had that um, famous Marvel comics come out. The yellow one that mm -hmm. tells the story of Boba Fett there. So yeah, where he was he was a clone super commando, right? I mean, it's it, it which is closer you know, to his actual backstory than the yeah. Concord. What well, you know, Concord Dawn became a moon of Mandalore, and anyways. Yep. And it was a whole thing, but like they just and then showed up in Book of Boba Fett too. It did, yeah. In his chain code, right? In his chain code, yeah. Yep. Jasper yeah. Muriel became like Jango Fett's mm, mentor, or mentor, or something, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So um, be before we jump into fine editions, I do have. Yeah, one... we haven't even talked about fine editions. Well, uh, off the rails. <laughs> I, do, I do have. I a... told you this would be a long one. I'm sorry. We, I'm sorry. I love it. I love. I love <laughs> it. This is some great, some great chat here. Um, and hopefully the audience is loving it as well. But I do have like a genuine question. I'm not trying to like hate on TVC or anything like that. It's from somebody who genuinely just wants to know. Um, what's it about the vintage collection brand? Because whenever, because it seemed like whenever it was the Black Series three and three quarter, that that didn't sell too well. And then there was so much hype for bringing <clears throat> back the vintage collection once the Black Series three and three quarter died. So what is it about the brand? vintage collection that it has to say on the box um well you're that, that makes a question you are talking to the wrong person um because my because my devotion to three and three quarter is three and three quarter it is not based on a packaging right now i collect tvc because that is the current well tvc and retro because these are considered retro um they're technically part of the vintage collection but People don't even like to say that because of their lack of articulation, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I collect three and three quarter, and that is that is my That's loyalty. It. That is my loyalty. So if Hasbro decided to stop TBC tomorrow and make five POA the only line they have, I'm still fine. I am still happy because that is my scale. Um, it's probably my scale because I grew up with it, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and when Star Wars died, I I often refer to GI Joe as my mistress because I then just went right into GI Joe in 1985 and 84 when Star Wars was done, and I collected three and three quarter GI Joe all the way until about 2004. I was like almost complete, and so I love the scale. It was my scale of my youth, right? Um, now. Folks today get really obsessed 
um, there is a huge following about this packaging. And some of them are based on nostalgia because this looks like, you know, packaging from the 70s and 80s. And then other people are obsessed with it because it is their, what they've considered their standard for the three and three quarter action figure line. Because there are people out here, uh, out there that don't like the five POA. There are people out there that don't like the animated versions. And there's people out there that just only believe that the highest quality, the highest likeness, the highest released in 2023. And I don't agree with that at all. I am fully fine with these. I wish these were in three and three quarter. I would absolutely die if they did this Young Jedi Adventures line in three and three quarter. Um, because I feel like to make this, you know, figure live on, you need to appeal to the younger generation. And nothing about this, like I said, is kid friendly. This is, you know, yeah. this yeah. is legalese. This is a very small cross sell. Mm-hmm. And there's zero information about, you know, where's, you know, what kind of blaster does he have? You know, what, you know, what, what, what adventures did he have during this, right? There's nothing to live in the world of Star Wars with this packaging. This is clearly a collector centric packaging. Um, and so, you know, it, I think the reason these are so popular is because they are numbered. And I think if they weren't numbered, it would probably not be as popular. This is number 281 of these. And that's not including variants and not including, you know, unnumbered versions and play sets and what have you. But the fact that they have a very long running line is part of the attraction for collectors along sense. with nostalgia, along with TVC is a brand of super articulated, the highest quality. So you saw just as San Diego Comic-Con that Revan was released uh, or announced. Uh, they showed off that Revan. They announced Revan five years ago. But because what they did was was going to take a previous Revan figure that wasn't enough articulated it wasn't five poa but it wasn't super articulated it was somewhere in between um diehard fans of these rebelled and said absolutely not we will not support that in the line and so then they scrapped it and so for the last five years we weren't getting a ribbon until now and so it is a it's almost like buying a mercedes you expect a certain amount of quality by buying a mercedes right but who can afford a Mercedes? Can the average person afford a Mercedes? Probably not. So that is probably my issue with it. I don't think it's a very viable for a action figure line for every figure to be $16, $17. That doesn't have, this is, you're creating a boutique line of mm-hmm. action figures at this point. And boutique lines, you know, don't last super long. I think you need to be creating a lower price point uh, line that appeals to a wider vari- uh, wider audience in order to make the line grow on. But right now they're striking while the ho- iron is hot as can be. But um, that's why I think TBC is popular. But at the same time, that's why I think it's also a detriment. I think it's ultimately going to, you know, um, I mean, I have this. I am very happy about this. The cell barge is over there, right? The the um, the ghost is you know already paid for or not already funded, 
it's still being you know funded as yeah, we it's still, speak it's still growing. Yep. but but do i think these could exist without tvc i absolutely think i do i do if you go back and look at the action figure uh lines before tvc i mean we have gunships we have you know we have the, the legacy falcon we have you know every vehicle you could possibly imagine the problem is we have less vehicles now than we did because tvc has elevated that line to having such high quality so if you lower sure. the quality yeah. a little bit you can have more mm -hmm. and that's my point but that's you know that's a difficult thing for a lot of people to, to you know, to grasp. I feel like if people want that quality, then that's why they should go up to the six inch. Like, that's that's a line that that lets you have more detail. Yeah, and and your, your line is the yeah. collector line. Right. I don't need the three and three quarter line to be the collector line right. as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what I I, 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 I agree with that. Yeah. I 100% yeah. agree One with that. One of my like legit non-hater things about TVC is like I that uh, the other day I, that Han Solo right there I was at Walmart and it was on the peg for 16.99 or 17 whatever it is at, at Walmart and there was like some other figures there and I was looking at it like this looks like Han Solo but it kind of looks more of like a caricature of Han Solo anyways like I just feel like for that price point and for the it to not, it to not look like a sitting image of Harrison Ford like the Black Series one does, I feel like they shouldn't be that high of a price point. It's just getting a little crazy with TVC, in well, my opinion. And, and that's the thing. I mean, again, I grew up with action figures that weren't screen accurate, that weren't... I mean, hell, <laughs> they weren't even named right. They, the, these figures didn't even have the right names, right? So, and so that's the thing. I don't. I don't personally... I'm of a minority. I'm 100%. I'm speaking on behalf of a minority in the Star Wars collecting world that I don't need my figures to be amazingly, absolutely perfect. What I want is to have a resemblance of that figure and to world build with it because play sets and vehicles were the name of the game growing up. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, those are few and far between. We get some nice ones, but man, we have to pay for it, yeah. right? I'm glad, I, you, uh, I'm glad I, you brought that up. Just real quick, Mike. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'm really glad you brought that up because it seems like so many collectors online are so worried about the smallest minute detail being off on a Black Series figure. Remember that comment we were talking about where the guy was pissed about Cassian Andor's boots not being 100% yes. accurate? And we're like... Yeah. We understand if you're talking about like wardrobe changes from the prototype they saw to the finished product and being upset about that. But when you're talking about the boots, and I was in an, a debate with a guy on Facebook today, and he was today. saying, literally today, I have the screenshots. I w if I had it ready, I'd share the screen. But you can go on my Instagram story right now if you're watching live and, and look. I posted it there actually because I roasted the guy. But um, he was saying that the, the loop. And Grogu build-up pack, the Luke isn't accurate, quote-unquote, not accurate at all to the Luke in the episode. And then, so I saved a picture of both of them, looks completely identical, posted it, and, and I said, are you blind? Like, what are you looking at? This is almost identical. They even sculpted new boots to match. And then he said, oh, he actually had a little bit baggier sleeves in the show. 
Baggy sleeves. <laughs> baggy that was, sleeves. That was just, like, baggy sleeves. And so <laughs> the I re- sleeves are baggy enough. And the guy was going off like anonymous user, like what Brian Dickey just said. And yeah, so it it's was like bonkers. So I replied, if your argument is baggy sleeves, but you're saying not accurate at all, I need something more than that because that's just ridiculous. Right. And it's like more yeah. people need that mindset of it doesn't have to be 150% accurate. It's like people grew up with, you know, Buff Luke Skywalker back in the day. I was about, so that's what I was yeah. going to say is it, when I was a kid, I got into, into Star Wars collecting during Power of the Force 2 in 1995. My Luke Skywalker looked like he hit the gym and roided out all day. You had Absolutely. to squint to even make it close to looking like a Mark Hamill likeness. Like he, he looked like He-Man and that's not even a joke. Like he just did. They made him look like He-Man, same haircut and everything. And I absolutely adore those figures <laughs> because they are a product of their their time. time. Yes, absolutely. I mean, find me an action figure line from that time in the nineties mm-hmm. that weren't roided out. No, you had the X Men, which were all roided out. You had the Power Rangers, all roided oh, out. Oh crap! Like, the, the the example I love using is yeah. friggin' who did the Zorro Antonio Banderas yeah. movie <laughs> figures? He. His like Luke's got nothing on Antonio apparently from the Zorro movie. I mean, every single line that was the go-to, you know, superhero physique that everyone had. Didn't matter what line you were doing. So I love it. I love it. I I would absolutely love a modern version of the power of the force too. I would love for like a black series buff Luke or a vintage collection buff Luke. I would love to see it somehow brought into the modern line because I know, I know they've done the card do backs, it, but right? I would also honestly, if they made a super buff right? Luke, I would, I would in a heartbeat. Wouldn't it be hilarious? Yeah. I mean, you know, Marvel has yeah. the buff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Hasbro just needs to go to the next department over yeah. and go, can we put a white, you know, yeah, a white, a, a white tunic, tunic on this? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just take a Marvel like a, Legend, some some buff right? little. Yeah, absolutely. It would be hilarious. Yeah. And it would be, I mean, <clears throat> because, of course, so many your age uh, that grew up with that power of the force, you know, have money to spend and would love that nostalgic little, you know, nod to the past. Man. I don't know. There's money being left on the table. And we're just we're just putting it out there and. What was sleeping on it? If you woke up in the morning and you were like CEO of Hasbro or they handed you the mm-hmm. keys to Star Wars, Black Series, and Vintage Collection, what are some things you would change to how you think would be better for yourself and all collectors as a whole? Well, I would make I would make the vintage collection a subscriber line that you would wow. subscribe to and it would okay. be a mail order line. Like a monthly and figure it would leave, or something. Or... Yep, it would it would it would leave the toy aisle, and I would bring back again because I'm a product of the '80s. I completely again, it's having perspective in all these things. I am a product of the '80s. We know that Ronald Reagan deregulated, and they just straight advertised to us in the '80s, right? I mean, commer- uh, cartoons were considered 30 minute commercials, right? I mean, that is how extreme it was. So, to that point, I understand. But also, it worked on us. So what I would do is I would bring back collectability for kids' lines. Like right now, this line here, these the figures will Jedi, be on the yeah. line for probably you know these these young Jedi adventures line. 
figures will be on the shelves for probably five, six more months and then disappear, right? And then that will be the end of this little subset line that's not six inch scale, that's not three and three quarter scale. It's some weird, you know, larger than three and three quarters, smaller than six inch line amalgam, right? It'll disappear. I would not. I would have this branded in a three and three quarter style because three and three quarter style, sorry, six inch, I believe is a better world building line because well, that's just true. You can, I think we you, all agree that's, with that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like we but will never have like, a razor crest. I, yeah. Or a yeah. sail barge, you know. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, Boba Fett or Jabba Hutt's Palace yeah. or all these hey, hey, large, hey, large hey, things. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. He printed it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, but it would never be like will. from yeah. Hasbro because that'd be no. mass produced. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but I would make this a three and three quarter line. I would make the young Jedi. I would make all action figures. I, I would let six inch live. Right. That would be fine. Then you can have your stuff. But I would have lines going through that would have mailaways have collector cases yep. have um you know what's gone away from all toy lines now is pack-ins mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. no pack-ins anymore there's no coins there's no build a figure pieces unless you're marvel um and there's no there's no you know files there's no fi- bio cards there's no you know descriptions i would bring back the collectability the investment the world building elements of action figures um you know uh i said collecting cases play sets deluxe sets vehicles small vehicles large vehicles i would make it again mm-hmm. something that people could you know collect a line and live in that line and mailaways and yeah that's you know where I, I would go I, what, what i miss uh from my childhood was the mailaways and i i think it would be cool to bring that back, like not do build a figures, like don't include a, a part of a figure in another figure, but say like, hey, you have, you know, ten black series points, mail that mm-hmm. in with like twenty bucks, and we'll we'll mail you this exclusive mail away figure. That the only way you can get this is if you've collected. It doesn't matter which ones. Like you don't have yeah. to have, have a whole wave if you don't want to buy a whole wave, but like you have to go buy six other figures cut out whatever and you know mail that in to get this figure mm-hmm. like because you have to do that like like gi no, no, joe had flag points he had to do the same yep. thing ninja turtles had pizza points like like they had tons of uh, transformers had mail away figures as a you know oh, a kid hasbro star wars points were yeah. in the early 2000s yeah i, like, I think it would bag be f- full of them over there yeah, and people are saying, you know, in chat, oh, there's online ordering and stuff, but it's different. Like, anyone can go online order. Maybe if they gave you, like, a coupon code in in the box, like, to, to say, like, hey, type this in, you get a point on your account on Hasbro Pulse. Like, maybe you have to, <laughs> yeah, like, maybe you have to cut something out and mail it on. Mail maybe it in, I but, would do away. Yeah. I would do away with pre-orders. <laughs> That would a hundred percent do away with pre order. You know, I said that. You know what? I I said that too until until they had that one one wave where they didn't do pre orders on stuff, and that's actually specifically 
this guy right here, there weren't any pre-orders on the the Endor Rebel Soldier, and I I hated it. I hated every second of it. I hated the anxiety of not knowing when I was gonna get it or knowing that I had one secured. Like I knew I was going to be able to get one. I know it's not gonna sell out, but the anxiety of not no like having that knowledge that I have one on pre-order, it's going to be okay, drove me insane. I can't. Oh, I it. have plenty of figures on pre-order with Target that still have never shipped, yeah. although they showed up in stores three months ago. Sure, so, but that's a different it, thing. That's a different thing. I don't mind necessarily. I, I don't <laughs> mind having on pre-order, finding it in store, and canceling my pre-order. I'm fine with that. Right. But but knowing I will eventually get it, like even if I never find it in store, just makes me feel better inside. I do feel I like I love, have to be the uh, like. Go ahead. I do feel like I have to be like the younger pushback on the mail away thing just a touch because I guess I don't have the nostalgia of doing the mail away because I've never had to do that. So I feel like if Hasbro came up tomorrow and was like, hey, we're going to do a mail away figure going forward. I'd be like, why are you adding a more inconvenient step for me rather than just hitting order? On <laughs> so, my, you so know what I mean? Well, here, From my here, perspective. That's I what would, I was saying. They could they could make it an online thing, but maybe maybe make something in the packages that you have to like type in a QR code or or something to get like enough points on your account and then you can order it from Hasbro Pulse. But then you gotta like buy something to be able to buy something else. Yeah, that was the whole point. Mm -hmm. That you was the whole point. Like, yeah. No, no, no. Get, get kinda, how crazy. Like gatekeeping a little bit. That's, you know what that, I mean? It is. That, that was the oh, whole no. point is they wanted you to buy stuff to get be able to get something else. It made it yeah. super cool to own. Now, get how crazy Hasbro got uh, in the early days of the power of the force, they did a mail away <laughs> for an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Yep, I had it. it was a, it was a spirit Obi-Wan mm -hmm. Kenobi and it was a mail away through Lay's potato, Lay's potato chips. chips. Yep. Now get this when your Lay's and they didn't tell you this when your Lay's potato chip, Obi-Wan Kenobi figure arrived, it had one of three different coupons inside. Mm -hmm. And in the coupons, one was like for a discount on future Hasbro toys, but one was for a 3D diorama. Like the only way you could get a 3D diorama was randomly receiving a Mellaway Obi-Wan Kenobi action figure. Now, later on, they would release the 3D diorama as a set in stores with an action figure, mm -hmm. but to have the version that was a mail-away was like a one in three chance of whatever Obi-Wan you received. I mean, they had a mail-away variant, mail-away variant. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, yeah, they got extreme with it. Yeah, that, is, that sounds um, pretty wild. I've never heard of that, but that is really crazy. That was that oh, yeah. was the nature of the of collecting back then. Yes, yeah, oh, I man, feel like the nowadays 90s. we just need to just make it easier. Let, let's not take a step back and no, make me easy. deal make with the harder. post office. Let, make let, it harder. I don't want to deal Here's with the, the post office. Just let me do Hasbro uh, Pulse online, and that's it. Here, here's the weird. Here is the weird reality that I live in. I feel more confident finding an action figure in the stores. That wasn't pre-sold because of the community I've built up. And I don't mean like online with like you guys, but like in my physical community, like today, right before this podcast, the Marvel 
um, vintage comic art Boba Fett Target exclusive showed up in Bonnie Lake. And Bonnie Lake is about 30 minutes from here, from where I live. That's the city. Now, Bonnie Lake is 30 minutes from here. I couldn't go and get it. But I could text three different people who either live in that area or I knew were available. And I had two people offer to go get it for me. Mm -hmm. Because Target has not, I just checked my app today, Target has no ship date for that figure. But it's sitting at the town 30 minutes away. So that community I have locally, I have more confidence in it than if I knew a figure was going to drop at 10 o'clock my time on a Tuesday morning for a pre-sale that's probably going to sell out in three minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. of getting that in three minutes is way harder than getting someone to drive 30 miles or 30 minutes away to the town next door. I don't know. I just feel like it's a different beast because how many people can be online? I mean, a lot of times I'm teaching, I'm a school teacher. I'm teaching a lesson. I'm teaching about ancient Egypt. And then I have to go, Hey kids, I want you to read the next three paragraphs quietly on your own because I'm over trying to get online. (laughs) Right. It's not, that is not fun for me. And it's anxious and it's nervous. And it's like, whereas if you knew everyone was on an equal field and you knew the figures were coming in, and you you set up a community, your likelihood of getting a figure locally is much easier than being online at the exact few minutes mm-hmm. that it's available. I don't know. That's where think, I'm at. Do you think this would work? Like, so instead of say they make fifty thousand of this of figure X, and they say we're going to allocate ten thousand for pre order, and then they ten thousand sell out in you know fifteen seconds, and people aren't able to get it. So what do you think this would work if they like pipelined sort of figure X and then everybody who placed an order, it's sort of like a HasLab where it's a crowdfund where everybody who places an order will get it when it's eventually produced and they can cancel it if it's like the physical product doesn't, whenever they show it doesn't meet their expectations. And then they make 30,000 more after the orders to sell mm-hmm. do you think that I, would kind of work instead of pre-ordering I don't the because fact? i think of all the background stuff we don't see we're, we're just talking about when stuff finally gets shipped to america and put on shelves mm-hmm. that's what we're talking what we don't see is that the factories that hasbro uses right for these three months they're going to pump out that wave of Star Wars Black Series. And then after that, they're going to do the next wave of Indiana Jones. And then after that, that factory has to do the next wave of Marvel Legends. And then they have to go back to the next wave of Star Wars, right? It's all planned out, very... Right? It's like those factories are pumping out 24-7, right? And they can't just go, okay, well, we're going to throw this figure back into the mix. Like, no, you're not. Then you're not going to get... You know, you're not going to get Cad Bane, you know, uh, two pack that just showed up. I saw it today at Target for the first time. And so, you know, I think that there's so much complexity about like scheduling and factory production that they can't just be that, you know, casual with orders. Mm -hmm. Right. And then also at the same time, Hasbro doesn't give an f what happens at it's target true. because yeah. target has already bought their product yeah hasbro already got paid hasbro so if, doesn't care. like yeah 
Hasbro doesn't care because Target bought it. That was their yeah. end goal. Now, if Target has to end up clearancing it out, you know, not, doesn't hurt Hasbro. Yeah. If you know, well, it does in the future if Target starts ordering yeah. less. Yes, is, is what correct. But yeah, yeah. a lot of people That's don't understand thing. that like we're not necessarily Hasbro's target. No, we're, like they sell to Walmart, Target. Mm -hmm. They sell the yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, it, it is just it is. There's so many levels to it that you know. There's a lot of people that want to you know armchair you know, quarterback, quarterback, yeah. uh, you know, the whole, you know, well, why aren't they making this? Or they should make this because I like that. I'm like, uh, yeah, well, you're a collector and they don't, you know, you're, you're not their key core audience, you know? I mean, cause you know what, again, what did I say? I would do if I had control of the three and three quarter line or Hasbro, I would make it subscription based because that way you can cater to your collectors. I'm not putting in Target. I'm not putting in Amazon. I'm not putting in Walmart's hands to send you a figure that you want to keep on card that ends up being bent in half or in a you know an unpadded envelope because mm -hmm. I don't care. I mean, Walmart's a multi-billion-dollar company. They don't care if your sixteen-dollar figure is crumpled or not or in a box versus a bag. They do not care. Yeah, I can confirm they, are they selling, do not care about. Right. About some returns. <laughs> right. They do not care. They actually care about returns. You know that they've now capped uh, the amount of returns you can do. And you can absolutely get banned from doing returns with Walmart if you return too much. Oh, they're going to start banning me pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. So you got to be careful with that. <laughs> we'll talk offline afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm dying. Listening. I'm dying. So uh, <laughs> we're about two hours in, and we haven't done our fine editions yet. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, Jake, do you have any recent fine editions that you'd oh like to gosh. show off here? Um, let's see. Well, you know, I think you guys have mentioned that you guys have actually talked about it. So I won't go into great detail, but I did have uh, Doc Ondar. Um, and I think you guys asked me a long time ago, and I don't think I fully answered it. Uh, what makes me want to collect certain six inch figures as a three and three quarter figure collector? Well, uh, part of it is I have focus characters. So for the original trilogy, um, it's Luke. I collect all the different Luke versions. Uh, for the prequel trilogy, it is Obi-Wan. Uh, he is my focus for the prequel. And for the sequel trilogy, I collect all fins, which is like two figures. So, um, and the reason I collect Finn is because my son's name is Finn. And he name. was named before, he was named before, <laughs> um, uh, John Boyega's character was announced. So, um, that was just another connection that, uh, I had with that character. So, um, so Finn, Luke, and Obi-Wan are always what I pick up, but I also do like a good Galaxy's Edge connection because I am a former Disney cast member. And so anything that comes from the Disney parks, I'm usually pretty excited about. And speaking of the Disney parks, here's one of my very cool additions. This one and this one. Um, we all have heard the news that... Uh, the Chandrilla Starline, a.k.a. the Galactic Star Cruiser, is closing. Well, um, they just announced and released a new Build-A-Droid figure. 
and I have the privilege of having every single Disney Build-A-Droid figure and piece going back to 2012. It's actually probably the most popular thing on my website is a database that has every piece um, up until the last year. I'm a little behind. Um, I'm in what I call the season of the kids. My children are the age where I'm running them around all the time. And also they're in junior high and high school. And I know that my days with them, my daily days with them are numbered. So I prefer to spend more time with my kids than sitting at a computer updating websites. How um, dare you put family first, <laughs> right? So that is the era that I'm in. So it's a little behind this last year, um, but I do have that. And I also have the replica of the ship that is soon being scrapped. Do you think that they're going to uh, like rehash it and re like reform I really it, rebuild so. it? Like I really maybe, hope so. Yeah. Um, so I worked on Disney Cruise Line. So mm -hmm. the whole concept of having a cruise like a ship well, that's it's, like it's not, on a it's Star not a Wars cruise, cruise, it's a hotel, yeah. right? Like you don't it go is a anywhere. Hotel. Yeah, true. But they treat it like you're on a cruise, on a cruise in the right. Star Wars, right? right? So that's the interactive part. So I absolutely 100% was in on this. I'm yeah. like, I'm in on this concept. It is super stinking expensive. Yeah. So I like with any expensive thing, you would plan for it. You would mm -hmm. prepare. I would you save up. You know, it's yeah. at the exact opposite corner of the country from me. I'm in Seattle. True. It's in Florida, yeah. right? It's not like it's a quick, easy trip for me. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to build up for that. I am absolutely, I do everything Star Wars. This year alone, I went to see Return of the Jedi back in theaters. I went to see Return of the Jedi uh, that the Seattle Symphony played the music for. I went to see uh, the Mariners Star Wars night. I, of course, hosted a bunch of Star Wars celebrities at SummerCon, our big convention up here. And just last week, I went to the Empire Strips Back, which is that parody. I wanted uh, to go to that. Show. It was here in San Diego. Yeah. It is Hell the most yeah. incredible show you have seen. Take your wives, take your girlfriends. Fantastic. It is the best. Um, but anyway, I do everything Star Wars. So this Disney and Star Wars is a no brainer for me, but I think that Disney really didn't think it through that by the time it closes, it will have only been open like 13 months who want to take a trip there, right? I mean, it's a very expensive excursion. I think they should have given it more time. Will they rebrand? I sure hope so, because it seems like there's potential there for maybe not having the the interactivity that they had, but having at least a Star Wars themed hotel, right? Yeah, I really do think. Um, well, I hear a lot of the, the it's just the not very Star Warsy. Also, well, the what? From from what I've heard, the hotel isn't very Star Warsy. It's more like sci-fi, which turns people off from it too with the price. Got it. Um, I also heard that, it, that a lot of it came down to the whole Disney versus DeSantis thing. And this was one of the ways that they were getting back at at him was was taking down an attraction to bring people to them rather than trying to, like, reform it or, or change anything mm. or power through, like, the beginning tough times, you know. Because you know, Disney has opened things up before in the past. I remember when California Adventure opened up 
uh, back in the early thousands. That's like the second yeah. park next to Disneyland here. Sure, 100%. And like, it was, nobody liked it. Nobody, no one no. knew, why would you go to a California theme theme park in California? Like, this doesn't make any sense to be here. And since then, they've changed it. It's fun. I actually kind of like it better than Disneyland as a park now with a lot I mean, of the I changes. I won't go that far, uh, but. <laughs> I go back and forth, but you can, you can, you can drink there. And they have True. they have the cooler roller coaster, the Incredicoaster or whatever it was before. Oh, yeah, great. I you know, sometimes it's fun to go on an actual roller coaster instead of just like a like I when I was a kid, I thought Space Mountain was a cool roller coaster, but now as an adult I'm like, eh, it doesn't even go upside down. Like like who, who cares? <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um like I Disney didn't didn't shut the park down. You know, they didn't close the park because because it was bad. They spent years reworking it, retheming well, it. You know things. that California yeah. Adventure didn't make one dollar profit for ten right. years. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's exactly that's, that is normally yeah. the Disney theory. Right. They know the long game. Yeah. They will invest. That's why I am shocked that after 13, 14 months, they're gonna shutter one of their biggest Star yeah. Wars, you know, events and 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 draws. I yeah. just and, and I think yeah. that's what leads lends credence to the theory that they're doing it basically to as a as a screw you DeSantis kind of thing because they're having that, yeah. that whole feud, but also there's like going on. there's all those reports yeah. saying that like after the first month it was pretty much empty because of the price and people just there's like, also not, that yeah so there like, is that so I did have a friend that a went mix. last month and the friends who brought me this actually um that all of them shed tears during their event yeah. All of them shed tears during the thing. And they they bonded so much with the character, the actors that are there, that they actually became friends offline. I mean, it wow. was such an emotional and powerful event for them that they actually like, you know, they are actually there's groups of people that are now working to try to secure employment for these Disney cast performers who are out of a job in a few months. I mean, it is like people who have, I, I know a lot of people who have been who have like that was an incredible experience. Yeah. So I think also I think it is a little bit jaded um, by many because it is sequel trilogy based. Yeah. And we true. know that that has brought yeah. out a certain culture and certain, you know, certain emotions yeah. in certain groups of people that are not always favorable. So I think there is some confusion there. Um, they've tried in the comics to show that, you know, there's. There's original trilogy and prequel trilogy connections to that ship, but you know, those to the to the average person who hasn't been, I don't think that's apparent. So Yeah, true. I don't know. I really hope it lives on. I hope it's, you know, rebranded and I'm just I am personally I was like I was like again, I do everything Star Wars. I go to all the celebrations, I do all the events locally, I meet all the celebrities that come to town. That's just like I do anything Star Wars. I was I spent a week at Galaxy's Edge the month that it opened. You know, it's just I I always engage in that new Star Wars, and to think that there's going to be a major Star Wars thing that I didn't go to or couldn't go to is rough. It doesn't gonna, sit well with kill me. You. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. So that's an experience but, they took from you. You should be right. angry about it. They robbed me. Well, you're saying like, they, they have robbed you. Like yeah. five grand a night or something. So there you go. 
You, you can know. spend that I, on again three ghosts. I'd save hey, five grand we, a month if I didn't collect Star Wars action. We've figures. we've already <laughs> talked about the fact that he's a teacher and therefore rich. That is true. Right? That yeah, true. I know. Yeah. I should have like. Yeah. I j I'll just build my own. Yeah, it's right. Fine. Just make your own. It's fine. I'll just so make my own. that's one toy. <laughs> got any yeah. other toys? No, that was more than one. I got this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this one. Um, yeah. I think most of them are not Star Wars. I don't That's know fine. what your audience I'm thinks. I'm going to talk about not Star Wars. So Okay. Um, well, I got the whole line of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Um, from the new movie? From the new movie. So I got yep. the whole line. Uh, my snake, Tila, just arrived. A Masters of the Universe. It's sitting right there off camera. Oh, I will show one thing I'm pretty excited about. I found for five bucks. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to hold on. He's running. Uh, I wish he had like a one of those motion cameras that followed his movement. That follows so him could, around. Yeah, we could see absolutely. like the rest of the room here. I honestly just want to see the rest of the room. It looks like he's so, in a, uh, the nerdiest sorry. warehouse I've ever seen. Hey, after the show off camera, can you show us your room? Oh, man. That's going to be rough. <laughs> Well, I feel like I need to see it. Buffalo though. Bowl. Does anyone know this one? No, is no. I'm, what is I'm that lost. from? It looks Cowboys cool. Cowboys of Moo Cowboys Mesa. Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Oh man. This is so. What I the, the cool cartoon, thing, but I never had yeah. any toys. Yeah. So what the cool thing about this is, and I found this for five bucks. He obviously doesn't have his uh, um, accessories, but for five bucks, you can't complain. Um, these <clears> were sculpted. Um, by the same guys that did the turtles. The turtles, yeah, because it looks, yeah, these are it looks like it could be a part of the turtles line, honestly. It totally yeah. does, yeah. but here's the other cool thing. Turtles worked them in the comics into their universe. Really? So the Cowboys of Moo Mesa crossed over with turtles back in the day in comic book. I did not and they know even that, had, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I found Buffalo Bowl in the same toy shop I was at. I found this three and three quarter Black Panther um, they were selling the figure for five and the, the, the Panther mech, uh, in the 99 cent bin, they didn't know that they went together. Oh, wow. And so I bought them separately. This is a $20 set right now in stores that I bought for six bucks at a toy shop because they didn't know what they had. Um, those so that fools. was another thing. Yeah. Those fools. It's my ultimate goal is to have some type of museum slash exit through the gift shop that has toys in it because that's what I want to do. I want to collect action figures and teach about them and sell them. <laughs> so that's cool. uh, that's a few things. I think I've already shown my young Jedi guys that I mm -hmm. picked up yep. here the other day. Um, now, are, are, are those toys you're going to open? The, like the, the, oh, yeah. the young Jedi ones? or Yeah. yeah. No, I can open how, them. How, how often... Do you keep things in versus opening? Like, what's your ratio? What, what? Um, it's way worse than I want it to be. Sorry. I'm a loose collector. Cool. I'm a loose collector. And uh, I have this idea of I'm a loose collector. And then my kids got older and I started spending more time with them than opening the toys that I own. And now I have a massive stockpile of toys that I want opened, but I don't have opened. And now the problem is it even goes back to 2010 when the vintage collection version one was out. So now I have figures that I bought. See, I just opened that guy. Um, I have figures that I bought for 10 bucks that are now worth $300. Mm -hmm. But I'm a loose collector. Mm -hmm. What am I financially out? I'm financially out 10 bucks. Yeah. 
but do I open something that I bought for 10 that's now worth 300, even though I had the intention of opening it? That, that's where I'm at now. That's a I'm conundrum. Like, that's, that is, that's it is that, a super conundrum because it's one of many, yeah. many pieces like yeah. that. What do you do? Do you do you open it? Because do I? Okay, think about this from a reality. Yeah, people are like, no, you shouldn't open it. You should buy a loose one and sell yours. I'm like, okay. So what will that gain me? That will gain me a few extra dollars in my bank account, right? Because yeah. I'll sell one for three hundred and have to buy it for fifty or whatever, right? Loose. Right. Yeah. But now think about shipping. Mm -hmm. Think about packaging. Think about time. time. Yeah. I am absolutely time is money. I hate yeah. shipping things yeah. because as a middle school teacher with two children and a wife and a full-time hobby and a coach, I coach track and a collector and, you know, a host and all these things. Like you want me to spend my time selling a figure I have to buy a figure I have. Right. I mean, yeah. it sounds stupid when you say that but at the same time if something's worth 300 and i can buy it for 50 is it worth 250 dollars? i just it i'm only out 10 bucks yeah i bought mm -hmm. it for 10 bucks what is the answer i mean i i it's it's your money i think you yeah. do whatever you want also like if there's a post office like convenient like you know shipping is kind of a hassle but nowadays luckily for me i can just package something up and drop it in our office mail room and they'll like charge it to my they'll take it out of my check whenever they run it through so it's been a little more convenient for me lately which is nice, yeah that's a that's a not a perk that i <laughs> i clearly have i'd have to scrounge up the box and the packing material and the shell that i put it in mm -hmm. and insure it and physically go to the post office and you know for something that's that for me i bought for 10 bucks yeah it is it is such a weird world to live in yeah that's like tricky. the like like uh the first pride droid that they did for these you know mm -hmm. they did a series of pride droids in these builder droids yep. it's it's worth like 150 bucks and i got like four or five of them and i'm like i don't i don't even feel motivated to try to solicit it somewhere online get the money ship it whatever is just not like something that I want well, to spend my time doing. That's that's the other problem because I'm that's the problem I'm running into right now because I'm trying to sell stuff because I there is a running thing with my budget um, and how how over my my monthly budget I am. I'm oh, right now same. I'm I'm well into October in terms of my budget, um, but the problem is like I've I've got things I know are worth money and I've actually put them up for sale. But like, where do you put them? Do you put them on eBay? What if they don't sell? Do you put them on Facebook? Like, you know, that they're worth a, a certain dollar amount, but yep. finding, finding those people that will pay it is hundred percent is hard sometimes. Yeah. And on, on eBay and Mercari, like eBay, you got to pay yeah. 12 and a half percent fee plus shipping. Yep. Like, and by yep. that point you're barely, I do a, a lot dollar, of, you know, I do a lot of um, offer up and marketplace. Those yeah. are where I sell stuff. And, you know, if it's a low price point, if it's under 20 bucks, come to my house. I'm not leaving for 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not worth it. I'm not yeah. leaving. You yeah. can come talk to me on my porch. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not I'm not worried about that. If it's a higher dollar item, if it's like somewhere in the hundred, yeah, I'll meet at the target. 
market, which is one mile from my house, you know? Yeah. yeah. Plus you're going to pop in there and look for a toy anyway. So you're there. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You're just going to take the money and go inside and spend it. <laughs> that, is, that is accurate. That is accurate. Uh, well, Zach, yeah, no. what do you, what do you have? It's a, it's a hard, hard thing, man. When you have, you're asking about vintage or opening versus loose, everything behind me should be open, but it's not. So I got, work well, at to least do. your razor crest is open. Yeah. That's, that's my razor crest, but my sky striker is sitting right there still in the box. I'm trying to sell my sky striker, man. They're, they're not even worth what they went for, which is so sad. Like people aren't even spending how much I paid for them. That is sad. It I is am sad. absolutely anything Joe O ring. Yeah. I'm a sucker for. Right there, I got the hiss. Yeah. I'm waiting for the thunder machine I, to come out. Yeah. Mm. The the uh, the Haslab Sky Striker was not a sound investment. No, there was a lot of them though. That's the thing though. Yeah. I think when they troop build them, yeah. does he have a saber? I hope he has a saber. Yeah. When, any of the troop builders are not necessarily. If you think about it. Uh, Unicron and the Cell Barge and the Razor Crest, people aren't troop building those, right? Is the Sentinel super expensive? Actually, I mean, it's expensive in the sense that it's ex it's ex expensive in the first place, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's going for that much more than the original month for either. See, and so let's find out. Again, it's a troop it's a troop builder. So people stockpiled them. They sold more than they bought more than they needed. When it comes to a cell barge or a razor crest or a, you know a unicron, you only need one of them. So for my fine additions this week, I can't remember if I did Doc Onder, but I'm going to go ahead and show them off anyways. Excellent figure. Will probably definitely be in the top ten Black Series figures this year. I can't okay. I can't see a way right now that it's not. Look under his skirt. Is he a hundred percent gonna be a MoMA NATO? Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. The legs yeah. are sculpted Good. like perfectly for it with yeah. the, the clothes. Perfect. Right. Good. Because that's what I want. Yeah. I'll buy that figure. And then I also 3D printed <clears throat> oh geez. I'm trying not to make all the accessories fall. His the lane speeder loop yeah. file with the, the little shelf. And I want to give a big shout out to JD Stoke for sending me the green holocron that comes with the deluxe cow Kestis that I never picked up. So it's gonna live forever right here with the other with the other the red and blue holocron that comes with the Doc Onder set. So I'm gonna try to gently set this down. I also have the desk for him, but I'm not gonna worry about like Is there a list? Has anyone gone through and made a list of black series accessories that are in like the uh, Well, no, in Doc's uh Ondar's uh Den of Iniquities there that you can get in three and three quarter or uh six inch scale. You know, because you guys have both been in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. I have not yet, but we're going soon. I, we're hoping to go okay. this fall. So like Mando's helmet's in there and yeah. his uh mm -hmm. you know, his disintegrator blaster and you know um you know, now the Ark of the Covenant. Remember when that used to be in there? They took it yeah, out. So, but. so I, I put, I put the angel wings from, from my Indiana Jones, on the shelf, on, on my little display there yeah. for that reason. Will yeah. Bond yep. printed that set, and he put some yeah. Indiana Jones stuff in there. Yeah, but yeah, I'm under. I wonder how many um, things are in that, you know, 
I know yeah, IG88 up There's in the corner. Of, you can just really yeah, take random yeah. accessories and throw them in there. I check out this. This is I. This is the front awesome. of it. Mike, did you get an envelope in the mail by chance? I did, and it was one of the things I was going to talk about. Okay, perfect. Because I didn't print those for you originally. Then I was like, you know what? I saw pictures online of people who did have them printed, and I was like, you know, yep. I didn't think it would make it that big of a elevates difference. It. it really does. Are you painting it. all those too, Zach? No. Well, I did do some dry brushing on the back shelf just to make it look dirtier, um, mm -hmm. but I didn't paint any of the anything on that brown um, display piece there. But I did do a lot of painting on another 3D print, which I'll get to at the end. Um, and there is going to be a theme with my the rest of my fine editions because I got most of them on like super deep discount, which is awesome. But first, I did pick up. I finally got two of the Endor Rebel Commandos. I really had a hard time getting that. I just clipped my nails the other day, so I had a really hard time swapping the face. That face that was is tough. so hard to swap out. He's, it it's took, tough. Yeah, it took me a solid. Is that the Rex minutes. one? Is that supposed to be Rex? It's, is that the it's unnamed the Nick Rex? Sant, Nick Sant, mm -hmm. Captain it, Rex, whatever. It can yeah. be Rex. If you want well, it to be Rex, it's Rex. Yeah. Well, that's what they say he yeah. is now, right? I mean, because Nick Sant they was legend. Yeah, they, they officially leave it up to you. They won't say definitively. Yeah. Uh, well, not in the Golden Book. Yeah, in the they, Golden. No, so, uh, no, no, no. Because it's it's canon that that Captain Rex was on Endor during that fight, mm -hmm. but Captain Rex also is usually depicted with the clone. Trooper like uh, gauntlets. like gauntlets, gauntlets. Yeah. and the gloves. Where, yeah. Whereas Nick Sant didn't have those, obviously, because clone troopers didn't exist in 1980, whatever, when they filmed it. Um, so because of those discrepancies, they're, they're basically they've said if you want that to be Captain Rex, he could be Captain Rex. If you want him to be Nick Sant, he's Nick Sant. It doesn't doesn't really matter. It's, it's I personally don't want it to be Rex. I feel like he should be dead by that point. Like clones it, accelerate. No, he's, he, no like, it's. He's in his 80s. He's still alive. That's that's canon. You can't you can't uncanon that. He's in his 80s, but he's still running around fighting. Come he's, on, come on. Exactly. Now. Yeah. So, well, my my head canon is it's both Rex and Nick Sant because he changed his name because he he knew that people would recognize a clone name. So Nick Sant is an alias he adopted when sense. he enlisted in in the Rebel Army. But your head canon? I like it. Yeah, that's my I, head I canon. Like it. But also, like in the Kenobi show, we saw that homeless ass clone, clone trooper. You're telling me that guy can stand up and fight? Dude, Rebels takes place after that. I mean, Rebels takes place after that. Yeah, and, that's and... true. But I do have another one on card. But I'm gonna open this one. I just haven't gotten around. To I'm it. I'm waiting for it to get mainline before I buy more. I'm, yeah, I don't you, want. You, you know, know how? Do I'm... we think? Oh, sorry. Do we ahead. think Tamora is gonna show up in Ahsoka? Hundred percent. I think I, so. I mean, I think I think so. At least in a flashback. At least in a flashback, yeah. In my yeah, I think so. But you know how I'm watching Dragon Ball Z right now. So yes, last I night I watched the final episode of the Gohan and Cell <laughs> fight, where Gohan oh, go Super Saiyan two and yeah, and like yeah. Goku Spirit. They do. Like they do those. Yeah. Which yeah. I need that SDCC set, but I don't know if it's going to be online, but. So I was trying to get the face off while watching that episode, and I was getting real frustrated, and I wasn't able to focus on the show because I have a hard time with this. So I feel like I need to rewatch that episode. Um, but I also picked up on Amazon the Gamorrean guards were going for twenty five dollars. That's not on, bad on clearance. 
And so I need it for the big Jabba display. I was going to say you got you got it's like you got you got a free range Gamorrean guard enclosure to put them in. (laughs) Give them plenty of room to to (laughs) frolic around in. So I picked up a second. That's got to be one of the top five best black series ever, right? I feel like it's ever. I feel like it's number one or two. Like it's it's up there. Yeah, easily. Two, not two. I had one. I sold it. I regret it. it. It's just so good. You the can, soft you can get the anniversary one pretty pretty inexpensive from time to time now. I, well, I bought the, I the original one on, on clearance. I never saw the original one in stores. The only reason I had it was because of a, a viewer sent one to me. It was Papa Gord, actually. So. And it's got the open mouth and all that. It's yep. just beautiful. Yeah, just no, such it's a so beautiful good. figure. You know what's funny, Jake? We were talking about the frustrations with pre-orders earlier. Target had these on clearance for $16 on shelves, and they hadn't even shipped their pre-orders yet for $33.99. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's <sighs> rough on the, in Target right now, for sure. The Target is just doesn't know they're coming or going. So I pre-ordered the Boba Fett vintage, you know, comic art from the Marvel comic, right? Yeah. Pre-ordered it. It says no ship date listed. Yeah. My buddy found him in Bonnie Lake, so I'm like, I'll go on the app. Click to Bonnie Lake and pre- buy it for pickup. It yep. won't let you buy it at pickup oh, at that wow. store. Yeah, Even though the, he went there and there was yeah. 25 on the peg. Yeah. It's the same problem with that Cad Bane Cobb Vanth 2-pack. Yeah. Like, there was no date. Yeah. Like, there's, at my current store by my house, there's like 10 of them on the shelf now. Mm-hmm. But they still don't show up in the app. Like, you can't you no. can't buy it. It doesn't have a date. They have no idea. If I, if I was like, no, I'll wait for them to ship it. Like, I'd be a jabroni just kind of sitting there waiting for them to do it when <laughs> it's on the shelf. I have it. It's right. great. Um, I How also much is that? that? Mm-hmm. I also and, picked up. Oh, go ahead, Jack. It's 45. Um, the Luke and Grogu. 45. 45 the Luke yeah. and Grogu. Yeah, it's 45. Yeah. I didn't pre-order it because I knew I'd find it. You'll but, find it. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. So lately, my Walmart sort of relayed itself out and I feel like they went under new management or they hired a manager and this manager is like the greatest retail manager of all time because the store layout is great the shelves are full all the time I used to hate going to that Walmart to the point where I'd rather drive across town to go to a Target rather but now I'm fine to pop in that Walmart because I found this Chewbacca in a beat-up box in the clearance aisle for four yes, for, for fourteen dollars that's They're, the uh, the Jabba's prisoner Chewbacca with, with, the, the, with the with collar. the new head sculpt. Yeah. Don't you and dare say slave. <laughs> I Uh-oh. would never. Uh-oh. I would never. But this was one I knew I'd pick up on clearance because how many Chewbaccas can you buy at full price and and be okay with it? So picked it up on clearance when I saw it for fourteen dollars, and I got the whole Jabba display. So I got Boosh holding the chain now on the display. So that was. Is he come an with an accessory? Comes he, with a blaster. He comes the, with his bow, the bowcaster. Bow his bowcaster. Even though he didn't have it in the scene, but he shouldn't have come with a bowcaster. He should have come with shackles, which Man, is a yep, big. It, it's Man. a big like miss on this figure, but you know it is what it is. More insane clearance pickups. So a long time ago, my Walmart had about fifteen of these dart troopers. And I knew eventually they would go on clearance, and these retailed for thirty three ninety nine. Well, yep. I was I was just walking through the aisle, and it was the same day when I saw that Han Solo Return of the Jedi figure, and I was like, "Damn, seventeen dollars! That's kind of crazy." And then they had the other Black Series, like they had some Landos and just some other normal stuff. Well, I left the aisle, circled back one more. You always got to circle back one more time to see. 
I looked up top and I saw a stack like this. Literally, I just saw barcodes and I was like, oh, that's a Black Series Deluxe figure. Grabbed them all. They were all the Dark Trooper. I was like, oh, well, they still have these. I pulled out the Walmart app and then I scanned them and it said, at this store, $15. So I got three Dark Troopers for $15 each, which is over 50% off. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. And I need more of these because I have two Dark Troopers, but they're in my Lane Speeder Luke, like the charging hub display with Moff Gideon standing with them that I 3D printed. So I need two more of these to stand over the Grogu on the rock that's kind of where he's kind of mm -hmm. meditating where they take him. And then one of them is going to be a giveaway for our Patreon members. So join the Patreon. Got to throw in the plug there. You're eligible for a giveaway at every tier, and if you sign up for the $2 tier. We've had $2 tier people win with just their one entry in the giveaways before. So join it. We're going to be giving away that soon. And then one last fine addition. I have to show this off. It's kind of a beast, so forgive me if I can't show it all the way. But I 3D printed a Black oh. Series scale Hoth turret. I saw that on your Instagram today. Slightly, That's gorgeous, man. Slightly underscaled because I had to print it at 91% to fit on my printer. But it works perfectly. Like, I can rotate the top, even though it's just, like, a piece that sits on top. I can have it, like, angled any way I want. The hatch up top opens to reveal a ladder inside that I can have the the guy stand on, which I'll try to do really fast i don't know if i'll be able to get and then you painted this bad boy yeah i i was so nervous painting this so uh, i can kind of i'm not gonna like worry about getting it perfect but this is kind of what i'll have it displayed at him coming out of the top with that up behind him um but yeah i i'll try to get it close to the camera so people can see but go on my instagram and TikTok for better but i try to do as much like dry brush or like washing and all that as i could it's having a hard time focusing to make it look nice and gritty and dirty without over i felt that like it looks good no i felt like perfect. less was more yeah. yes. i didn't i didn't want to overdo it or anything now can i get your opinion on this do you feel do you find don't you find more um appreciation for this turret knowing that you were able to create this piece as opposed to paying two hundred dollars for that if Hasbro oh, one, decided to sell it to you. 150% because you can, if I had, and I'll try to show you, I'm not sure if you've seen on my Instagram or not, like my shelf of 3D prints. Oh, my camera cord is all out of whack now, but this is like, I have a whole shelf right here of 3D prints. Yep. If Hasbro, awesome. if I bought all of this from Hasbro, it would easily be almost a thousand dollars, probably everything I've printed. So just the cost of buying the 3D printer and the filament, it's overpaid for. Um, it's given me something to do, like another side hobby. Yeah. Um, like, I feel I'm proud of this turret. Like, I didn't think I would be able to wash, like, put a dark wash on it and make it look as good as it does. And the the hatch was, like, super frustrating to get right. But now that it actually works and it stays, and I was able to super glue it correctly, like, it just, I have, like, pride and joy in the print yeah. so it's a little better than buying it from hasbro and also like i love the 3d prints because whenever they did the the cantina bar three pack with obi-wan and panda mm -hmm. and dr revazon 
they gave you like a little quarter of the bar that's really hollow and doesn't come with much and a little half a backdrop. But with Landspeeder Luke, you can 3D print the entire bar. Yeah. And you can make it as dense as you want. I mean, as heavy, and you can paint it to however, and you don't even have to paint it. But if you want to put dark wash and dry brush on it, um, I feel like there is a little bit more pride in in 3D printing this stuff. Well, I was I was thinking about going way down that rabbit hole when before the retro collection came out because I was like, you know what, I would love I'd love the designs of people who are making modern Disney Plus show characters in that vintage Kenner style. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I would love to go down that and really get in there. And there's some great guys out there that create free, free files like Desert Octopus and other guys. And I was all about it. And then two things happened. Hasbro started making retro modern figures, but then also they started, you know, as we've all seen, raising the prices on everything. So yeah. my extra income kind of whittled away. And so, yeah, I, I think about it from time to time, still going down that rabbit hole, yeah. but I need uh, I need the amount of stuff to either come down or the prices to come down in order to have that extra, extra money. Yeah, if you ever do get into 3D printing, um, you know, just reach out to me. I'll gladly send some pointers awesome. and tips. I don't do resin printing, but I do the filament printing, so I can, yeah. I can help you with that and just reach out anytime. Um, very cool thank you mike you're up that's all i had all right um well so i'm gonna start with something we alluded to already and that is um misplaced you've been you've been waiting to get tagged in for this long and you're not ready i found it well i just have a bunch of bags on my uh on my desk over here because i've been sorting accessories but i have these little 3d printed um lightsaber stands they're hard to see through the bag. I'm not taking them out. But those are the stands for my Doc Onders Den of Antiquities so that I can have little lightsabers on here, them. I'll, here, real quick. You talk, <clears> and yeah. I'll show it because I've I mean, already printed them for mine. Yeah, that's. I just said everything I was going to say about it. So there you that's go. all I got. Oh, it's not <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little not, plastic piece that, that props the lightsaber up. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So it, it makes it look better. And thank you for printing them to me. Thank you for sending them to me. And I just lost um, my Luke saber. G- good luck so. finding your Luke's. Your size. <laughs> it's your Ray's saber. Thank oh, you. Oh, gosh. It's actually. <laughs> oh. It's actually. Uh, it's to a, me, it's Anakin's saber. It's Anakin's. It's the Young Slayer 2000. Yeah. Young Slayer. You know, it's funny. Um, whenever we've all seen the meme where she, like, picks up the knife and rise. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, this thing's done so much damage, but she, like, your lightsaber has done way more damage. Yeah. It's killed kids. <laughs> she does yeah. have a reaction when she grabs it, though, to be fair, in Force Awakens. True. Um, so the the next thing I picked, I got was uh, two days ago now. Um, but I got this from Lance Peter Luke. This is the old master Darth Maul. And oh, yeah. he, honestly, he's real good. <laughs> He's real good. I I was not expecting him to be uh, this cool looking in person, but uh, I I think I like him better than the season seven Clone Wars Darth Maul. Wow, I really really do. Um, I think he's just easier to pose. I like the gunmetal on the legs better than the the shiny silver. Uh, he just he's good. He's real good. I like him a lot. So I still I'm, think it's the big crime that we don't have a 
spider mall. Oh, go scale. agreed, absolutely. Than, no, mm-hmm. yeah. Other than what the little the mission builder? fleet guys or whatever. Well, there was the... there was that build um the smasher mode. Oh or yeah, the the mash the, mash, the, ma- the, mash- the mashers. Yeah, the mashers. Mashers. Yeah. yeah, I have that one too. Yeah, I have that one, and I have the little mission flip. But man, yeah. the three and three quarter and six inch. They we need one. That is for sure. Yes, yeah. It, it's a crime yeah. that is not made. I uh, definitely agreed. Uh, just today, from Amazon, I got this little bronze uh, Transformers. Um, I love these little. They've they've been doing like deluxe versions of these old like cheap bots. They were they were mini bots or micro bots, mm-hmm. like Bumblebee, mini. Cliff Jumper. Back in the day, they were the they were the Transformers you got when your parents were poor because they were super <laughs> cheap. Um, and they were really small, basic, simplistic, and they were heavily featured in the cartoon because like Hasbro knew that these were the toys that most kids were going to have. Like each, each of them all got their own episode. Um, but Braun here was one of my favorites as a kid and his toy always sucked. Um, uh, but now, it's skinny legged yeah, and it's like it was skinny it's legs, an awkward it's a, it's yeah. vehicle mode. The alt mode is great. On sure. The sure. Yeah. But. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out where mine is because yeah. I ordered that too, and I thought I ordered it from Amazon. So yeah, mine I'm... mine showed up. I didn't even know it shipped. It just it just shipped, hmm. and because I didn't look at it because it shipped with this. This is I, I have these uh, stands Risers. that I got today as well. Um, I use them for a lot of my displays, and these mm-hmm. were on sale for like ten dollars. And I'm like, I'll buy another set of risers. Why not for ten bucks? And they shipped them at the same time, so I didn't look. To see what was on the shipment, I was just like, "Oh, they're, they're my risers coming," and then that was also in the box, and I was like, "All right, I guess I'm getting, uh, guess I'm getting brawn too, which is cool." And I didn't even I'm... know I ordered it from Amazon because I usually order Transformers from Pulse. Pulse. Since I'm yeah, a Pulse too. Maybe member. that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I hate about Pulse orders is that they just assign a number to it. Yep. And finding like I have five hundred outstanding. Yeah. How, it's how do it's I so find hard. out? It's annoying. It's so bad. I wish Pulse Track didn't suck. Your so the the last thing I'm going to talk about is my latest problem, my latest issue, my latest. Uh, this is a rabbit hole. I've I've jumped down. I didn't even fall down it. Like I just dove in head first. Back in October of 2021. Arriving tomorrow. Sorry. No, you're getting it. <laughs> no, it's go. good. I'm I'm glad that arriving we, tomorrow from Amazon. I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> that we got that. You're gonna love it, by the way. He's great. He's a great figure. But um back in October of 2021, Mythic Legions, the my my favorite line that's not Star Wars Hasbro, whatever. Um, they announced they're doing space themed figures instead of like fantasy themed figures, cosmic legions. And I pre-ordered them. It's like almost two years ago, I pre-ordered these. And they just shipped them out to me. Like I, I was part of the last group to get the people, like their order from the people that make them instead of other other retailers. Uh, and I just absolutely fell in love with the two figures that I ordered. So this this guy's name is uh, Thyknar Oleg or Oleg Thyknar or something. He comes <laughs> with just I don't care what his name is. I don't care what his story is. I just care that. He looks cool. Like there's a full-on face in there, oh, wow. and there's a there's an unhelmeted face that you can get, and then there's a a helmet that's a big bubble, like a big space like helmet that like a traditional astronaut one that you can get instead. He comes with a bunch of different hands. He comes with a bunch of different guns. 
Um, but he just looks so freaking cool. Uh, and then the same thing I got, I got this girl's name. Her name is Ziri. I don't remember her full name, but Ziri is. So she has this really nice, like soft goods robe that's, that's, uh, wired. So you can kind of pose it in different poses. Um, she comes with this sniper rifle, which is just, it's too big. She comes with like an alternate head, uh, a mask that goes on the alternate head, a couple different weapons. You could just put these on your Star Wars shelf, honestly. Honestly, well, so yeah. that's that's actually what I was gonna do today was take pictures of them with my Star Wars figures to see kind of how well they matched up, and I just I forgot to do it. I ran out of time. She's giving me a Kree vibe. She yes. looks like uh, she. That's what I thought Captain too. She, yeah, she looks, she looks like, like yes. Um, uh, yeah. What's her name? It was in Eternals? Yeah, um, I don't remember her uh, name, but I know what you're talking about. Crazy Rich Asians yeah. actress. I can't think of it, but that. Wasn't she also a sniper in that one? She too? was a sniper in, <laughs> yeah. in, in Captain Marvel. Yep. Yeah. And that was my first. That's one of the reasons I got her was, was she kind of reminded me of of that character. But um, after getting these, I was like, oh man, I I kind of want to get more from the first wave. Like I didn't buy. There were like eight figures in the first wave, and all of them were very different from each other. And and like I'm talking with like Dan Larson who got them too, and and he just went to Chris Con and he's going to PowerCon later this month and i'm just like I, I just want more of these so i went back on that big bad toy store and i i've ordered like three more and i might order two more on top of that just because of how much i love these and one of the cool things about them is that they're like everything here comes off like the hands the feet everything is is not just removable but all the parts are made to be swapped out, replaced, yeah. interchangeable. You can make so your I've own made, sort of. Exactly. Like I, I've made. I, I had this uh, this Sun Wukong figure, which is not Cosmic Legions, but the same people make it from the same line. He's like a monkey dude. So I took his monkey hands off and his monkey feet off and his monkey face off and put it on this guy, and I made a space monkey. And I'm like, this is cool. Like I, I made a toy that didn't exist, and he looks like he goes together. He looks like a sci-fi. Like from the fifties, like this is space monkey from the future or whatever. Like I've just been having so much fun actually playing with toys. Like I'll sit, my wife and I will we'll watch whatever show and I'll have like three figures and I'm just like pulling them all apart and putting like different arms and different forearms on, on different characters. I'll mix in, like I've got the mythic legions here on the shelf and they're like fantasy, but their heads and parts all still work as well. So everything is compatible. Um, I put a skeleton head on one of the guys. It makes him look like a like a cool skeleton spaceman. You know, just it's fun. It's neat, and and it has cost me a lot of money. I, these didn't cost me money because I spent the money on these two years ago. It just took them a long time to to get them to me. But what what is retail on those? Sixty or something? If you buy them from the original retail, I think this guy was forty five, and and I think she was thirty five. But no, if that's you not horrible, it's not. Mm -hmm. But if that's you not horrible if for you, all those pieces and correct, right? No, absolutely. But if you go on like Big Bad Toy Store now, mm -hmm. this is sixty five and she is fifty dollars, and that's what I would have expected originally yeah. from the outset. And, and now it, that's it's, it's more like those are the retail prices and the prices you pay from the original initial offering and this is kind of what what zach was alluding to earlier because the way they do it the way that that four horsemen does their figures is they'll come out with a wave 
and they'll say, hey, we're putting these up for pre-order. You can pre-order as many as you want. We'll, we'll make them. They're all made to order. So like normal people like me put in orders. Places like Big Bad Toy Store or Nerdzoic or uh, Empire Toy Shop, they, they all will put in their orders and then they take a year to make those and then they ship them out. So that's, you know, I've been waiting for a year for these toys. Toy yeah. buying them in order to mark them up 15, 20 bucks Correct. to make their profit. Correct. Correct. So you're but, buying at wholesale prices from the exact manager. Exactly. If you do exactly. it two years exactly. earlier or whenever yeah, they're if you offered. Do it, you do it. Yeah. So you're yeah. essentially paying to help get that made. It's because the first two waves they did of Mythic Legions were, were Kickstarter. And it wasn't until, you know, they had two successful Kickstarters. They're like, well, we don't need Kickstarter anymore. And they just started doing it this method where they'll put them up for pre-order. People pre-order them and then they get, you know, they spend a year manufacturing them or a year and a half sometimes. Uh, and then and then they go out. So I wouldn't mind it if I know it's not possible to do at this point. But if if Hasbro started doing pre-orders that way, where they're like, hey, like we're only going to make these for the amount of people that order them and you have to wait a year to get them. But maybe they're higher quality maybe they got more stuff i, Dude, I don't know i also feel like if they're cheaper if or oh, yeah. or or because yeah. they're because they can bypass you know going yeah. to stores and all that stuff and you can just ship them directly to you like hasbro will if treat hasbro the, yeah. was cheaper yeah to pre-sell than everywhere else absolutely yeah man. But I also feel but, like um, Hasbro makes money mass selling them to like people who buy them as gifts in the yeah. toy aisle. So like they probably lose out on a lot of that. But um, it, I thought I thought it was a, a decent idea until you get in all the logistics of Hasbro and like how massive sure. a scale and, it is. And, and it's it's to, different because because the the four horsemen guys I think they have like one you know they've got like one uh, where a manufacturer factory yeah. or whatever turning these out. Um, you know they're they're a very small operation for what they do, and and that's not in, a knock on them at all. But I definitely feel like, and, and even when it comes down to it, you'll you'll notice that what's different about a lot of these is the paint. Like if you go back and look through a lot of a lot of my Mythic Legions, you'll see the same parts used over and over and over again. But they paint them so differently that like you don't really notice it as much. But you get a lot of reuse because all these parts are made. Mm -hmm to fit together interchangeable yeah. exactly well gi joe i mean a lot of people do not realize how many the vintage gi joe yes. o-ring line yep how many characters were just repaints repaints mismatched parts from yep. different characters yep. but they painted them so significantly they it just went right over your head yep yeah it's stuff you don't notice as a kid but it's something that's always been there it's a mainstay yeah. of like you know what you said earlier but where it's ten thousand dollars for one of those uh molds or a hundred thousand dollars for a mold like of course they're going to reuse that they're going to reuse it every yeah. chance they can because if you don't have to make a whole new one of those for one figure like it's 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 way better it's better for everyone so or it's better for hasbro at the very least where do you guys fall on the fact that you know you just bought a badass figure there for 45 yeah. bucks comes with all these interchangeabilities and everything but your average black series figure gets one accessory and no extra hands and whereas gi joe sure. and marvel and you know get all these extra gi joe gets extra yeah. weapons and marvel gets extra build of figures 
It's just all the Lucasfilm licensing, it's right? Licensing. It's hundred percent licensing. All it yeah. Is, yeah. Well, like, yeah. The the Mythic Legions guys, they don't have shareholders nope. they have to answer to. That like they basically like it's them and and it's the people buying from them and that's it. And the people buying from them is a combination of people like me, uh, and then a combination of places like Big Bad Toy Store and, and whatnot, where they're ordering, you know, hundreds of figures or versus me or mm-hmm. I'm just ordering like my one figure. So yeah, yeah like I, I I was actually pointing this out when they just did a, a wave reveal where it was like $35 for a figure. Let me let me bring it up. Uh, let me I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pop this up. Uh source horseman. Let's do Mythic Legions. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up here so I can show my screen. Share. Oh, what? oh All right. you got it. You got it. Uh, there. Well, we while go. you're pulling that up, I'll say real quick. I yeah. think people blame Hasbro way too much for a lot of things. Whenever they need to start putting blame on Disney and Lucasfilm for how <laughs> high their their uh, well, their renegotiations. When mm-hmm. was that? 18, 17, something 18, like that. Well, yeah. they renewed 19? in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one. I'm pretty sure of January. They renewed. A, they maybe. renewed a license with Hasbro, and I think it was twenty one. I'm pretty sure. Horrible. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, the licenses are just so high. They, so a lot of times they don't have so to this, it. This night guy right here. He he. Re- I bought him for thirty five dollars. He has like a full on soft goods wired cape, soft goods cloak, and clothes underneath. Okay, and then this is everything he comes with, like two heads. One of the heads is a helmet, and it has alternate like wing things on the side. He's got alternate shoulder pads. He's got four different swords and whatnot, a bunch of different hands, a shield. Uh, and he's there because you can make him a specific character or you can make him more of like a like a crusade Templar, yeah. like like builder, like legion builder or whatever. And that was $35 for all that stuff. And the big thing uh, for me was, is the soft goods like... They're not like Hasbro soft goods. Whenever they do them, they feel cheap. These are not cheap. These are hemmed. Yeah, these are double lined. Yeah, double yeah. lined. Like they've got the wire in them, so you can pose them. They feel really, really nice. Um, so it's it's crazy what this company can do versus what like Hasbro, because you know Hasbro is making them on a different level too. They're ma- they're mass marketing them. They're trying to make them as many as they can for as cheap as they can. And there's always that. You know, if something costs so much, when you make so many of them, the the logistics for making that many with all the different parts you need and all that right. stuff, like it gets to be too expensive because it's not feasible to do that. Yeah, that's it's very impressive. My, yeah, my four horsemen's uh, 2000X He-Man figures yeah. are some of my favorite. They're great. Some of my favorite. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, I was um, so um, close to falling into that that you rabbit did. hole. You did. You were you were asking me questions. I thought you. I thought for sure I'd gotten you. Well, because there was like three of them that I absolutely love, but I was like, yeah, I was like, if I fall into this, I know it's going to be all that money. But then I got the three D printer, so I kind of got out. But I did. I still do have that. Um, 
the thing on pre-order from BBTS. Oh, the, the the headless horseman. The headless horseman. The re Ooh. the reprint, but it's not the original. Yeah. So if you want to trade me the original, because I kind of like that one better. I'll think about it because I I do yeah. like the glow in the dark uh, and the colors on the on the. Yeah. I was even tempted on that. Yeah. That yeah. was not anywhere, but, but yeah, Ichabod Crane, man. If that was a Disney one, I would be hundred percent bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited for that, even though I don't have anything else. But that'll probably be the one where I get the horse, and I'm like they have the horse. But I feel like I'll do their figure of Obscura stuff if I like it. I want them to do a Bigfoot, personally. That'd I feel be like cool that if they did. Like uh, cool. Yes, I I do know that the, uh, the Ox Crew through whatever the next Cosmic Legions wave is going up for pre-order on like next week or the week after. I'm pretty excited um, for that. That's just more money. So yeah, I say, <laughs> are you all ready to talk about the ghost finally? finally? It's been, we're, so we have a <laughs> the longest episode. I love it. Yeah, we we're going we're going all night, boys. Um, I warned you. You did? No, you did. My wife is gonna be like, when are we eating dinner? <laughs> yeah, I can smell dinner cooking. Yeah. Luckily, I texted. Right I'm before, like, I'm not gonna so. be there. <laughs> had Chick Fil A right before coming on, so. And Brian Dickey is literally right. I've been checking my AirPod because this happened. This is like notorious through like every you know, time we go along. Yeah. Hardcore listeners of the show will yeah. know that like if we when we have those like SDCC coverage shows and all that, my AirPods will die near the end. So I, whenever you all were talking, I went in the other room and got spare headphones for. But they're they're like 40 percent right now. I think we're good. I think we're good. You got a couple right? hours in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need, no, I need you to want get to talk like HasLab. a newer AirPods. Yeah, let's talk HasLab. Do you want to go? Do you want to share screen and go on the Hasbro yeah. site, or you just want to sure. chat no, about I can, it? I can do it. I can do but it. But first question, Jake, are you in on the ghost? Are you a backer? And if so, how mm -hmm. many? I um. So I don't collect to sell. I don't collect for value. Um, Love it. I collect for me, and so I only buy one. Um. So yeah, so this will be my fifth. One, two, three. How many has labs do I have? I have the Cell Barge, I have the Razor Crest, I have the Sky Striker. I ordered the GI Joe Hiss, and um, the Ghost would be five. Yeah, I skipped oh, so on the you, Dragonfly. I was gonna see you get a yeah. Dragonfly then. Yeah, I, I skipped just because I'm not all in on the classifieds, mm -hmm. um, but I thought because I have some, I have enough of them. I won't say so many, but I have enough of them. I thought having the hiss on the shelf uh, would look pretty sharp. And also, um, I love the hiss. It's a classic. And the fact it that is. I can make the original toy design um, made me very, very happy. So I um, I wanted to support the line because I, you know, I love G.I. Joe. I love G.I. Joe. So, um, so, yeah. So I'm five HasLabs in. Um, I started backing the HasLab, I have a screen cap of when two had sold. So that's when I was logging into the Hasbro app to purchase my ghost. So I'm an instant backer on three and three quarter uh, Star Wars. I don't have to think about it. Um, so yeah, and um, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, every Star Wars HasLab I track daily. And so I keep graphs of them and I typically share them. I used to share them every day, but I, again, 
season of the kids. I do it every three or four days. So I was going to get ready after this. I was going to do the last couple of days. So my alarm goes off at nine o'clock every night. Um, and I screen cap whatever was sold as of that point. And then I have these spreadsheets where I just keep the tally of how many more we need, what percentage is sold, you know, how many for the next tier. And I've been doing this since slave one. So I mean, since uh, cell barge. So I have uh, the cell barge. I have the Razor Crest stats. I have their stats. Do you have um, the Rancor stats? I started and I stopped because I saw where it was going, and I'm like, I don't want to invest. Yeah, I don't want to invest this daily energy, you know, into something that I was seeing go down. Sure. So did you I actually did stop. Um, I did not because That's it just uh, I kick him. I in. what's that? I said yeah, kick I him off the know, plot. I know. Um, I didn't because also, if you remember, and I think one of the faux pas of the Rancor was they ran it simultaneously with the Sky Striker yeah, yep. and with it's the Proton, yep. Proton yep. Pack. And I was tracking the Sky Striker. I was like, ooh, like, like, over the main for that. O Ring yeah. Joe is just as valuable to me as three and three quarter Star Wars. So, um, you know, that, that had all my attention. That had all my attention. Now, if we were in a drought and the Rancor came about and there was nothing else going on, I would debate it because as a Luke collector, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. like a vital Luke, Luke right there and right there and right there. Um, but it made it might make sense to have a Rancor. So yeah, talk. did her Luke come with the Rancor? <laughs> it wouldn't have <laughs> tier four, if, right? Yeah, it but. was tier four, but yeah. But right. talk about the worst decision you could possibly make. Three Haslabs running in the holiday season. Just, right? No, just, 100%. Just a, it, was, it was a very poor management do or you, decision. The so marketing where, where, do you, where, where do you timing, land on Haslabs? Just terrible. Me? Yeah. Well, like there, there are people, you yeah. know, they're like, they're like Hasbro doesn't need to, to crowdfund things. Hasbro's a billion dollar Bull company crap. or whatever. You know why? You know why they do? Because yes, Hasbro can make it. Target is not going to carry it. Walmart's not going to carry it. Toys R Us wasn't going to carry it. Do you know how much real estate that toy puts up? You know, um, shelf real estate is a hot commodity and there's no way anyone's going to let that sit on their shelf for $500. Now, yes, Toys R Us did really, our Target did release their legacy, uh, um, smugglers run galaxy's edge millennium themed, falcon, yeah. Uh, yeah, millennium falcon. Yeah. but um if you recall each store got like one um or actually they didn't even they didn't even put it really in the stores they had it uh pre-order only and if you saw one in the store it's because someone uh returned it um but yeah it's just it that's not a reality that's not a toy aisle reality so no one's going to buy that um, also, just like shipping, which is it, why shipping if you want this because the containers are so expensive and it takes up so right? much space on Absolutely. trucks and all that. Absolutely, there is like yeah, Hasbro does if, if if you know we want to have that made, we're gonna have to show them. And you know what? I've been collecting Star Wars for so long. I played the Clarence game for years. Every year, I asked my parents. 
uh, as an adult, as an adult man, I asked my parents every Christmas for the big Star Wars vehicle that year. And it may have been the ADAT. It may have been the MTT. It may have been the newest gunship or Falcon or whatever. And when they didn't have it or it didn't come out at Christmas time, I'd wait until they went clearance because they always did. And so they're not going to make these if they're going to go to clearance. And so they're just not a toy aisle. They're not a toy aisle yeah. item. So, I mean, yeah, if yeah. if I want it, I'll pay for it. And that's why the Black Series vehicles line pretty much died because they took up too much space at, in box that retailers fighter, and they all hit Those clearance. boxes were like Ginormous. so messed up because mm -hmm. they just got kicked around and moved around and dropped. And, you know, I think couple decades from now having a mint inbox tie fighter is going to be the rarest possible thing you can imagine you know i saw one that was in really good shape at icc con and you know like will bond and the other people who were there like out of the basement and all that they're like they were like pushing me to buy the tie fighter because it was only a hundred dollars in the box and i I had already like spent all the money I wanted to spend, and like plus had, having to carry it through the con. I think by the time oh, the yeah. day that's was the over, big it was problem gone is anyways, carrying but, it through the con. Yeah, yeah, because I would have had to buy it and immediately go all the way to the car, then all the way back. But for a hundred dollars, I kind of regret not grabbing it. And then they also had uh, the the snow speeder, which I still don't have. <clears throat> which I need that. Yeah, and I debated that because that's a very Luke-centered piece as well. And I'm like, oh, I collect Luke. I feel like I need the Snowspeeder, but mm -hmm. yeah, that Snowspeeder Luke is one of the better Lukes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Um, I remember buying the Imperial Shuttle mm -hmm. when it came out, and FAO Schwartz had it as an exclusive. And I worked in downtown Seattle, about two blocks from FAO Schwartz, but I rode the bus. 35, 40 minutes from Seattle to Tacoma every day. And I had to then, I walked over at my lunch break, bought this huge box, and then had to actually sit it in a seat next to me for the ride home. And people were so <laughs> not happy with me. But I'm like, sorry, I don't know what else to do with it. it won't even fit in the walkway. I mean, it just has to be on a chair. That's awesome. <laughs> it was so big. So, uh, Ghost, what? What are some things, because, you know, we kind of knew the ghost was coming out. Like, it wasn't really a secret. Pe people had... Well, this is the first one that didn't officially leak. Right, true. In a long time, because Reva leaked. Yes. Reva was actually put up on HasLab early. Early, yes. Um, the I don't Rancor know who, leaked. Patrick, I don't know who leaked the Rancor. Yeah. It was the, one of the live streams. Patrick Pat would never. Patrick literally said, and whenever we reveal the Rancor, oh, the upcoming HasLab, and then they just oh, completely. Zach, yeah. Yeah. Zach, that was me. He was talking to me. That was on yeah, my Q&A. That was my Q&A, and awesome. I'm the only one that posted the video of it. Because everyone else on my feed that's awesome saved it for podcast and didn't drop it for like a week. Oh man, I had it up in thirty seconds. Um, no, yeah, he actually was talking to me. That was my uh, Q and A with Patrick, where he leaked it real quick. <laughs> and if you notice, if you watch it again, I was uh, I was promoting. I was like sending out just an advert, you know, just a post on social media that I was, you know, chatting with the Hasbro brand team. And then he said Rancor and I deleted everything I was doing and then started talking to my friends. Like immediately <laughs> I was like, Rancor. 
Yep. Haslab confirmed. Yeah. It's going to be the right Watching that video, I was on a beach in Aruba. <laughs> and I was awesome. like, what? <laughs> I didn't even look up. He yeah. said it, and, my, yeah. and I felt my gut sink. <laughs> and I was like, oh, don't react. Confirmed. Don't react. Don't <laughs> yep, react. Don't, I didn't react. And the, you know what? I was waiting. Honestly, I was waiting. And I would have. Yeah. I would have done what they asked because, you know, and people make mistakes. Sure. I was waiting for the end of that to say, hey, guys, listen, because I don't know if you watch the whole thing, but he comes back around to it and he's like, well, guys, just so you know, whatever was said during yeah, this thing, uh, whatever, you know, the HasLab ends up being, you know, no matter what it is and blah, blah, blah. And so he tried to glaze over it in a different way. He Honestly, if he would have said, hey, guys, listen, I think we all know that I made a faux pas during this. You know, could we, you know, could I yeah. ask you not to air this or to cut that out or to whatever? And I was like, I would have done that. And there were some people that were mad I didn't. And that's like, no one told me to. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a Q&A. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It's funny right? because you, what you, I remember, he went back and he was like, oh, I had it in my mind of another product that we're getting ready for. Like, he mm -hmm. tried to yeah, like yeah, yeah. change it, but it's clearly like you made a mistake. Just you should have sounded up to it. And it, and it happened. And I would have like, if I had to scrub it, I would have had to scrub it or edit that out. That would have been fine. But there was no mention of it. I mean, that's what I would have done. It was my faux pas and I was a week out from its debut or however long we were before then. It was a couple months, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a yeah. while, right? And so I would have just, hey guys, we're gonna go ahead and have you edit out that. I mean, yeah. okay. Sure. But they didn't say anything and yeah, yeah I posted it. And then uh, <laughs> of course, Jason uh, went crazy with it. Yak face, my buddy. Classic, so. classic Jason. Oh yeah. So, uh, you know, this this is basically the second five hundred dollar uh, Haslab that they've done with Star Wars. The first with Star being, Wars, yeah. First Unicron being, was you know, a little I, bit more. I backed Unicron. It was five seventy five, yeah. yeah, which I believe yeah. is the most expensive Haslab so far. And did not fund. It did, did not fund. It did fund. Well, they had to they extend had to the extend campaign. It. They had to it extend did it. not fund. They, they had to. They had, but it did end up the funding. World. But yes, yeah, they, it they did. But they had to extend it. Um, how how do you feel about this one versus you know the sail barge? As someone who's invested in in both, like for how much you're paying versus what you're getting, right? Well, sail barge, nothing can beat the sail barge because it's yeah. magical. It's a legacy. It's something we've wanted forever, right? The 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 ghost is only how old? I mean, two thousand twenty fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Years, I was gonna say fifteen. Years, yeah. Fourteen. So it's a it's a baby compared to the forty year old that's sitting over there. Um, also, there's tons of iconic scenes that came out of the barge. Um, I can't. You know, I the ghost is iconic as of itself. But is there important scenes that mean the most to me that took place inside? I can't can't think of it. You know, off top my, I mean, I know there's lots of scenes that happen inside, but is there some? Do you guys out. have an iconic scene that happens in there? Well, you know, the iconic scene is going to be when it gets blown up in episode six of Ahsoka, and everybody's <laughs> like, just like the Razor Crest, like, oh, now we pay, we paid for it. Bell barge. 
Unicron, yeah. <laughs> Razor Crest. They all get blown up. I mean, like, yeah. Sentinels, no, you can't. Galactus. The, like, they've all the been Rancor. blown up at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Rancor got crushed. The Rancor died. Yeah. It's, the, it's the Haslab curse. Yeah. Sky Strikers have, have blown up in, in G.I. Joe. I just, <laughs> Cookie Monster I just hope, is probably uh, going to get robbed or something. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's hope it doesn't blow up on like episode one yeah. of Ahsoka because we need Ahsoka momentum to kind of get us there. Because that's true. We'll right, bond. Well, it's, right now it's the we, shape. we are, don't know, but it probably is. Yeah, we we are in the uh, the the um, you know the the limp along stage. We're in the you know the the drums of. It was the ghost of the bridge. Yeah, was that Nandor? No, true. No, that or, was no. In oh Rebels. no, in Rebels, in no, Rebels. Whatever. That's true. That's true. In Rebels, yeah, in Rebels. Smuggling yeah, the ghost thing. has shown up. Obviously, it was in Rebels. Rogue One, obviously, it was in Rogue One. It was in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, and I want to say it was in the background of somewhere else, and I can't think of it right now. It obviously, it's going to be I in the Ahsoka God. show, and then it'll be in the Ahsoka, which they have not even featured it they yet, which is interesting. Which is weird. It's very weird. <laughs> That in none of the trailers they've shown the phantom, mm-hmm. but they have not shown the ghost, which is and they have what weird. we obviously yeah. think is the cockpit because they show Hera Correct. in yeah. a cockpit, yeah. but they haven't like actually like they're waiting for a reveal or something, yeah. you know, or a big moment maybe in the first series or first episode or something. Um, so you know, do I want this? I did not expect it to be bigger than the Legacy Falcon. I was actually kind of sad about that because. The Falcon is the Falcon. I kind of want that to be the biggest ship out there. Yeah, but, but in canon, like if you you can go look at the size of the ships and the Rebels a yeah, bigger ship. I know. Or the Ghost is a yeah. bigger ship. Yeah, but if you also think about, look at this model. Yeah. The sides don't reveal or come off, which is, which seems less than you know. I feel like this has potentially less features than the Falcon even does. I don't agree with that. I feel like when you take the top off, there's like, I feel like there's way more inside. In, in but terms if you of think like about it, just like a linear type thing with the ghost that doesn't have like all the stuff on the side and all that. Right. If you scroll through those pictures sure. a little bit, right? So, we, 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 have, we have an interior, right? So look at that comes off. Okay. It's got the outside ship, but you know the outside ship is doesn't have an it doesn't have a, the, the Phantom Two. It doesn't have a cargo room or anything. There's no door in the back that yeah. opens, and the chopper um, is mounted onto it permanently. It, right. doesn't, it doesn't come it's off. It's not yeah. removable. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's akin to the escape pod from uh, the Falcon, um, but the Falcon didn't have electronics for $500 when it was released a second time, you know? So there was a different era, you know, but then again, the Falcon was what, almost, was that five years ago too? For the Smuggler's Run? How long has Galaxy's Edge been around? Uh, 2020. Yeah, so four, 20, 2020 is when it- 2020, so it. only three yeah. years ago, Yeah, they put out a five, uh, it was 500, no, it was 400. Oh gosh, what was the- it was, it was 399 399 yeah, yeah. so i don't know I, I i i think the detail inside is awesome i love that it's got a huge cockpit that can do a lot of uh you know a lot of characters sitting in there yeah but i don't know I, I i i guess i'm not as overwhelmed 
with that as, you know, I, I, I don't know how much more it has to offer than the Legacy Falcon. Yeah. I guess. Because they had the ramp. Is the ramp? The ramp. They have a ramp in the front. They have a ramp here. in the front. Yeah. Falcon has a ramp and it's motorized. They both have the hollow deck table and the little, you know, seating area. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because that's where I keep going to. That's what I compare it to. I compare it more to the old Falcon than I do to the Cell Barge or even the Razor Crest. Because I feel like it's that same type of, you know, ship. Well, it funded a lot faster than the Sail Barge did. That's for sure. Sail Barge funded on day 42. Oh, 45. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was a nail biter. That was it also was a nail biter. I remember because right. I was following it. I was one of those yeah. things like, I'm never going to buy this. At the time, it was a money thing. I'm like, $500. That's ridiculous. Oh, um, yeah. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Now, now I'm like, oh, $500 isn't so bad. Ugh. <laughs> That's so weird. Horrible. But uh, but I just, you know, I didn't collect three and three quarter inch scale. So not only was $500 a lot, but spending $500 yeah. on something I didn't really collect. Uh, but, right. I, but I recognized how unique the situation was, you know, like, like this is a, mm-hmm. this is a Kickstarter, essentially. This is something that yeah. will exist because like fans have basically willed it into existence. You know, they had to put their money where their mouth was and, and yeah. enough people had to want it to make it a reality. Um, so this already, I, I don't remember how many, we can, we can find out, we can look at it right here. You needed 5,000. Five, so it only needed 5,000. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure the ghost had 5, that 000. on day one. Uh, uh, I can tell of, you of this. You, yeah, oh, you, can, can, tell, you yeah. can tell me. <laughs> but what one of the things that really impressed me with this campaign? Because again, I've also I haven't followed them, tracking them every day, but I've I've followed every Haslab that's Haslabbed so far, and no Haslab has been this prepared on day one on launch. Yeah, on which was launch. a big mistake with, with the Rancor. Yeah, we not only do we know the tiers, but they had a physical model of it. It was mm-hmm. painted. They had and they had a physical model for all the tiers ready to go, yeah. like physically. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. On nothing was a prototype. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This this has been a a work in you know it, yeah. it's been a, a since the they said what did they say during one of the Q and A's that they started working on this during the Razor Crest one. Yeah. So they so, knew yeah. this was coming. Yeah. Um, so according to my stats, remember, I stop at midnight. Yeah. And so since the day one was not a full day, because obviously they dropped it at, what, 11 o'clock yeah. or whenever the Hasbro panel was, right? So as of 9 o'clock that day, you know, midnight East Coast time, it was 4,491. Okay. So, so pretty yeah. close. Yeah. So it by the end close. of the second yeah. day, it was yeah. 6,400. Yeah. So yeah, it was within 24 hours, I had 5,000 easy. Yeah. And that funded, and this one funded on, the Razor Crest was 24 hours. It was yeah. a day one. Um, this funded on day five. Yeah. It day, day five. Yeah. And that was um, to hit 8,000. Uh, and I think that's really yeah. impressive. Yeah. Is it on track to get all the all the tears no mm, no it, no no i mean is not, it losing steam or oh definitely well it well the same thing happened the cell barge this this looks yeah. more like the cell barge than it does the razor crest yes. and i think the big 
difference between those two properties are is that price point. Yes. I think it's a lot easier to keep steam and get people fired up about 350 and they kept interesting. They kept introducing things to us to keep us interesting. Uh, for example, they opened it up to, I think, the UK or Canada, and then they opened up the next tier, and then yeah. they revealed something else, and then they revealed the paint, and then they revealed this. Yeah. I This is my problem with them being too prepared, is what is the carrot What's, to get us yeah. going throughout this campaign? Because right now, I mean, they mentioned in the Q&A, there might be some surprises if they hit tiers or whatever yeah. along the way. But as of right now, this is what it is for the next 34 days, mm -hmm. one hour and three minutes. And that's not going to get us. They think right now the most we're going to get is maybe the second tier. We'll, we'll see. Because, again, uh, obviously, I've, I've, I've followed every HansLab campaign. Yep. So I'm going to keep prefacing, prefacing that to, to kind of assert my uh, my authority here. Um, a lot, uh, my expertise. Thank you. A lot of, I would say most HasLabs have have a, a middle dip where they're still mm -hmm. gaining. Oh, yeah. They're still gaining, but it's significantly slowed down. The Razorcrest, I would say, was more of an anomaly uh than than a norm and the razor crest was actually the first the first has lab where they had tears and there was a point where they were legitimately i feel like they were making up tears as they went because because of just like how popular it was i don't know how many of those tears they actually had planned because the the one before that was the the sentinel and that didn't have tiers. They were just kind of throwing things in because mm -hmm. it was so popular. They were like, okay, now it's going to come with, I think the first thing they added was like a second, a second like claw. And then they were like, okay, now we're going to do uh, figures and stuff. They weren't calling them tiers. They weren't giving them specific goals. And I, I don't even think the Razorcrest had those goals for tiers. I think they were just going so fast. They were just like, okay, we've hit this. So now, now we're going to add this. Like they didn't have a goal to say, well, if we hit 14,000, we'll show you something else. It was just going right. so fast. They were, they were trying to keep up with mm -hmm. it. So it was yeah, unique. No, I agree. It was unique to anything else because like even like Unicron and, and even the sail barge, they were trying to add things in to kind of sweeten the deal, but they weren't necessarily tiers. Like they weren't, they weren't adding them on. If you hit a certain point, they were just trying to throw things in to make people want to to buy it essentially. So it wasn't until the Razor Crest they had tiers, but it wasn't until Galactus where they had goal tiers where it's like, okay, if we hit yeah. this, it'll get this. And people don't, a lot of people don't remember that Galactus also didn't fund very fast. It didn't fund until like a week before the goal ended. And it went on to be one of the highest selling Haslabs. So just because right now it's funded, but it's not, it's not hitting its goals very fast. I think as as it goes towards that end, as those mm -hmm. hours decrease, you'll get the you'll get those FOMO people. You'll get the people that wait because they still don't realize that it doesn't charge until the campaign ends and they go, I don't right. have money right now. Even no matter how many Haslabs there are, there's always those people like, Well, I don't want to drop five hundred dollars right now. And and you're not like yeah even even have like a month after it ends to get your 500 dollars back if if you forget to cancel but 
Um, you'll always get those people and you'll get the people that, that buy more to sell. You'll get the places like big bed toy store that drop in orders. You'll get the places, um, like from, from out of, out of the country where they're adding them in from specialty right. shops and stuff. Well, now that half the world has Hasbro Pulse, true. I think that, that that's, that's true. beneficial, but I yeah. don't know how they're adding those in and if they right. already are. Um, that that would be disappointing if they're already adding them in because yeah. that means that the rest of the world's not on top of this because probably the price point. I know that yeah. my friends who live in Canada, this is like a eight hundred dollar toy for no, them. Is that eight hundred you know? Canadian dollars or is that eight hundred American yeah. dollars? Yeah. Canadian. Yeah, and so in Australia it's even to, worse. Yeah. So here's nope, the one thing eight, hold on. 800 Canadian dollars is only 600 US dollars. So it's a little bit more expensive, but it's yeah. not that much more expensive. But that's then shipping. True. No, <laughs> true. 100 Absolutely. Bucks to ship. Yeah, true. There's and, another and, 100 bucks to ship. And no, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. Uh, and I think we, we said this last time, but the shipping on this, if you're not a premium member, is $50. So yeah. if, you're, if you're backing the ghost, if it, yeah. If you're backing the ghost and you're not a premium member, you're a fool. doesn't make sense. Yes. It doesn't make sense. So here is the point that I would point out. Whereas the ghost funded faster, yeah, but has dropped off quicker okay. than the cell barge. Because what I do is when I do my graphs, I do um, uh, daily percentages, sure, of growth, yeah, right. And so, um, like a couple days in, like day three for the cell barge, it was at 25% growth. Right. And the day 14 or four was at 14 and day five was at nine and day six was at five and day seven was at five and day eight was at 3% of the daily growth. Right. Sure. We here, and I'm looking at the, there was my last one I did a few days ago. I have a billion picks on here because my boy and I, at the beginning of this week, went up to Mount Rainier. Fun. Um, nice. uh, starting day six, they were already at 3%, and oh. it's 2%, 2%, 1%, 1%. And so we're all, we, we have gotten to the lull yeah. a lot faster than we did with the cell barge. Now, the cell barge, didn't sell a lot right away. So right. it's a little easier to increase your numbers, daily percentages, but yeah, we're at uh we're, we're at a real lull. Yeah, we're at a crawl for sure. Lonely. I would, I would yeah. be interested to see how how that changes whenever that first tier is hit because I feel like there's probably a lot of people that don't want the ghost unless it comes with at least some of the crew. So once it hits 11, maybe that'll convince another 2000 to get it and then once it gets the second yeah. tier that second figure it'll convince another you know two or three or whatever so i wonder if it hits that first tier maybe i'd be interested to see if it starts like getting into that three percent a day or four percent a little higher and then accelerate faster when it gets well let's figure. see we're at currently nine thousand four hundred um, 48 48 yep. as of you know we're almost at the end of this day when i would yep. track sales Yesterday, at the end of the day, they only had 9,387. So that means, um, you know... Less than 100. Mm -hmm. Yeah, less than 100 yeah. for the last 24 hours. And then the last 24 hours before that, 
um, it had 9314. So oh, right. that was only like 50 or 60 in one day. Yeah. So you can see we're, we're puttering along 9217 the day before. So this thing's barely cracking yeah. out 100, which is a very slow pace for something that is now available to yeah. a much larger portion of the world, which seems interesting. This That's seems true, because the, the, the sale barge was only U.S. Like, it wasn't even... Only U.S. Yeah. And then remember, they did a extra thousand, I think, or yeah. something for the U.K. that they ran through... Uh, what's that big website? Um, the, the, M, uh, the Star. Uh, shoot. Uh, starts with a Z, I think. Um, oh, um, um, Zavi. Um, yes, Zavi. Yeah. They did it through Zavi, Zavi yeah. over there, right? And so they did like you know a thousand or two or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean it's it's it, they they're going to need to inspire. You know, yeah. if the Ahsoka series doesn't do it, then they're going to have to figure out something because like you said, they've shown physical models. They've shown, they said that version they showed was almost a final version. Um, the only thing we haven't seen is packaging, mm -hmm. I guess, or the vehicle itself. We've seen the card backs. Um, there's just not a lot more to reveal. So I was hoping a puffer pig would be in <laughs> That'd be fun. the picture yeah. somewhere, but Orlando. <laughs> well, I mean, they're missing they're missing a, a full chopper and a Sabine from season four. Right. Like they have. Right. I think on the on the floor, someone asked about Sabine, and Chris's mm -hmm. answer was, "Well, we released a, we we showed off a Sabine there, but it's, the it's from it's from Ahsoka. It's not from Rebels. Yeah, that doesn't count. It doesn't count because all yeah. of the crew that you're count. getting with this toy specifically are from season four of Rebels, which." As, by the way, is something we also need in the Black series, because the mm -hmm. only Rebels characters that we have are from season one. Yeah, um, I, I think a really good if it gets closer to that tier three and four, if and if yeah. it exceeds that, and they need another tier, um, I feel like a really good tier would be to. I don't know if they'd be able to change it to where Chopper would be able to be carded and removable, where you could insert it. Like I don't know how that would work. And then I guess obviously a carded Sabine add-on would probably hype it up as well. Now, what would happen to you as a backer? How would you feel if it didn't hit any tier? If for like it ended at ten thousand? Well, I want the ship. Sure. I, I mean, yeah. I I I view the tiers as bonus. Bonuses, yeah, yeah. Bonuses. Finally, uh, a man of culture. <laughs> um. Uh, was I upset that I didn't get the final two figures from the Sky Striker? Yeah, I, I was I going to ask those. about that. Yeah, the, the mustard was, and ketchup. I wanted yeah. mustard and ketchup so yeah. damn bad. Yeah, and um, and uh, but I was buying a Sky Striker, right? Right. I mean, all these things were bonuses. I understand that. I understand the game. Do I want all the perks of me playing the game? Of course, but you know. It is what it is. I 100% believe that all those characters will be reissued anyway mm -hmm. because there's no exclusive figure to any of these. Right. Here, they will they will repaint it. They will take away an accessory. They will recard it. I don't. I I know that I'm not in fear. I mean, Yak yeah. Face came with this. He had a cup. 
right? Yeah. He had a cup and a coin. A coin. That yeah. came with this cell barge, right? Yeah. Um, the Razor Crest had a shiny pram. Yep. Right? Um, Was there any difference between the, the, the Jawa? Like, I remember they released the Jawa by itself. Yeah. The Jawa, the Jawa, um, I think it was an accessory. Exclusive, yeah, ex- accessories here. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so they'll bring out those characters. They'll bring, they molded them. They're planning on producing them. We will get Ezra and Sabine and our um, Ezra and Heron. We'll get all those yeah. in yeah. the general line. They, they just won't, won't be have the exact the fancy same. card, like the, the Sabine artwork card. They'll, that, they'll yeah. probably have. Either a different deco, less accessories, and definitely a different card back. Yeah. Oh, That's what will happen. Kanan comes with so many accessories. He comes with a mask, an alternate head. Yeah. Like, oh. No, it's exciting. Yeah. And I want all those things. Yeah. Absolutely. As again, a world building line, I absolutely want all that. What are you the know? Yeah. order of the tiers? Because I know Zeb is last, but I don't yeah. really know so, who's first, second, or so third. So I'm coming down there here. So, yeah. so we're getting Hera, included. And, and, you know, one of the questions I had before they even announced it was, would the Phantom be included or would the Phantom be a tier? I'm happy yeah. that the Phantom is not a tier. It's just part of the base offering, which is good. And I really wanted my Phantom One to interact with it, but they said that wasn't going to happen because uh, it's an older, you know, yeah. it's a different line. That yeah. makes sense, but sure. Um, yeah. So we got. So, so here's the nice thing about this, though, is they did card Hera because yeah. they didn't card Mando. Mm, oh right, they did. That's right. They didn't yeah. card Mando, um, but the same way they didn't card Jabba for the cell barge or whatever, right. you know. But I am happy that they did. Exclusive carded figure, the pilot, General Harris Sindula. Yeah. All right. So the first tier is eleven thousand backers. So it needs about a fifteen hundred more to go. It's about mm-hmm. halfway there, basically. We'll uh, get that. We'll get that. E- I, easily. I no doubt. Easily. We'll get yeah. that. Um, and it comes with a loth, loth cat, which is awesome. I'm super. Again, this is the second figure they showed off on the same day for the vintage collection that comes with a loth cat, and <laughs> I want. I want a Black Series Lothcat so bad. What was the other one? Uh, the, there's one that comes with the the, the Ahsoka. Not the Ahsoka, sorry. Um, the Sabine, the one from the Ahsoka series. Also oh, comes, that's right. Also yeah, yeah. comes with a Lothcat, but a different paint job yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So technically this would be an animated that one. Right. That, the other one would be, uh, you know, yeah. you can't say that because so got two anything on a TBC card is considered live action right. versions of yeah. whatever, you know. Can I say I don't like Ezra's face? He looks like an adult. Like if you told me this was the Ahsoka version that's going to appear yeah, in the live action show as an adult, I would be like, yeah, that's totally right. He does not look like a teenager whatsoever. It didn't quite trans. It didn't transfer as much. No. He, he seems full grown too. I mean, yeah. this doesn't look like a shorter figure. Right. Yeah. Hopefully he's rendered large in that card because I don't think that's a product sample. Hopefully, you know, that he doesn't fill that much of the bubble out, and he is shorter than Kanan. <laughs> yeah, because he he was in season four. He definitely was. Yeah. So the next tier, tier two, is at fourteen thousand backers. So another three thousand to unlock that. We get Kanan from season four. So it's blind Kanan, which I think is a great Kanan. That's an we need this Kanan so bad with an alt head in Black Series. Yeah, love. Yeah. I love the alternate head with the uh, with the shorter hair. Basically, from from Jedi Knight is basically what it is. This yeah. is a, a Jedi Knight 
self-sacrifice. Spoiler alert for the people that haven't watched a at this point, you know, eight-year-old show or whatever. Uh, Kanan Jarrus dies. Oh no! And it's this is one of the saddest things in all of Star Wars. Honestly, it really is. Like no matter how many times I watch it, like it's it gets me. It mm-hmm. I get got. You got got it. I get got every time. I just got this a few months ago. Sick. There's me with Ezra, Hera, and oh, Sabine. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And now, now Ezra's doing uh, doing Wingstop commercials. Have you heard those? No, I and, haven't. No, he, he, he did like Wingstop, which is a, like a chicken wing restaurant. But if you listen to it, it just sounds like Ezra. <laughs> like Funny. from yeah, Star we Wars. At ICC Constance, he was there. I think we yeah. were talking mm-hmm. with Skywalker Hendricks and... We were teasing like people should go get Buffalo Wild Wings napkins and oh have that was it. it was it was Buffalo Wild Wings you're right it was yeah, Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings yeah <laughs> so it would have been funny yeah. if somebody would have got a Buffalo Wild Wings napkin time by him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right tier uh, three and then tier three oh, I thought Zeb was four for some reason there isn't a four it's only three yeah oh yeah that's because it doesn't include the whole crew right that's right that's right so it could be that they have a tier four ready to go. You know, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. A lot of these has labs this nowadays get into the twenty thousands. Yep, easily. Yeah. So Sabine or Chopper could be that. You know, I mean twenty thousand. Let's or nineteen or whatever. So let's, let's look. So the the Hiss got twenty six thousand seven hundred seventy two. Mm-hmm. That was a three hundred dollar one. Uh, Death Saurus, which I backed, has twenty seven thousand four hundred forty two. This one though, these two Transformers ones, like one hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, that's, so cheap. That's the normal price that's, of a Titan. That's, now. Yeah, that's just that's Stupid. just a normal figure. Yeah. Um, the Dragonfly. Well, they they crowdfund them because they're not sure there's an audience. Is why they do it. Yeah. Like you know, um, so the, 24, the twenty four twenty four thousand. Yeah, almost twenty five thousand. And that was one that people weren't sure was going to make its tears either. Because we we were stuck for a while on Glenda. Glenda, the people are upset about we're Glenda because yeah, it's so not a, as a famous character, right? Well, it's, it was a it's like a nobody character. She was a character yeah. for from Brazil, like mm-hmm. the, you know, so, the, which I think yeah, is neat. I think that's a, I do too. I think that's cool. That, that's exactly where you should put them. Places exactly. where you know no one will buy them. And but they're a great perk for but, and, that. But she's also appropriate because she's a helicopter pilot, and she was right? in the original figure. So I mean, it makes perfect sense. Plus, she is a pre-paint to a uh, retro Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet, which yeah. they announced. Yeah, retro Scarlet and Duke are a must-buy. Absolutely. Looking at all this, and I can get rid me... of my video game versions. That was Wave One. Yeah, the Fortnite ones. Looking at all this just makes me so mad. So that we couldn't even get the base on the Rancor. <laughs> like with how we were close, how, like, man. Twenty thousand, yeah. you know. But there was a lot 000. of hate going on. There was a lot it of people that, like, you know, it was like uh, the equivalent of getting, you know, uh, you know, uh, review bombed. Oh True. yeah, yeah. True. So but twenty-one like, on Sentinels. Yeah, there, there it is. is. There, there it is. Uh, we'll get there. Twenty twenty-eight for the Razor Crest. Yep. Uh, let's and see. those things, yeah, so many you can buy those for cost almost. Yes, a little more, a little more, a little bit more, yeah. but not much. Absolutely. No. So thirty thousand on Galactus. Yeah, I think it's Beast. the high. I think it's the highest one still uh, for how many it sold. And again, this was one 
that people didn't even know if it would fund because it was taking so long to get there. And then when it did, they didn't even think it would hit the tiers because nobody cared. Like the one tier they showed off was uh, a Silver (laughs) Surfer, which was one that people had already. The big difference Mm -hmm. is that it, it had like the stand to fit in his hand. Yeah, in his hand. Yeah, and it, it wasn't until, was it Morgue or, um, yeah, the Morgue figure that people went nuts for and it shot up. Yeah, from, that's what I think will happen with yeah. the ghost. Once it hits like Ezra or Kanan, I feel like people are going to be 100% in. I just feel like they don't want to take the risk of having to pay the 500 and not get any of the figures. I feel like a lot of the market is like that. Yeah, same thing with the Victory Saber, but it, again, it was only $180. So, so far, like, there's not a single HasLab that hasn't dropped less than 20 The right? I think the this one right here, the Sky Striker hit 15 Oh, 15 um, right there. Okay. Let's see. There was another one that we looked at, I think. Maybe not. I know HeroQuest didn't go by, money, by units. It went by money. Which was weird. Yep. Like none of them have done this before. Oh no, they, they did change it to backers. Okay, I think for, that's a lot. <laughs> it yeah. needed five hundred. It needed five hundred back. That's ridiculous. Okay, so this one wins in terms of how many backers it gets. Not even close. That's a board game, though. You know. Yeah, it was a pretty expensive board game. That's such a wide audience. It was. I mean, it was one hundred and fifty dollars for a board game for the the mythic tier or whatever. But uh, yeah, so the Sky Striker did was the only one so far that funded but didn't fully fund, and it was missing the last eighteen, right? These guys, yeah, eighteen thousand. So it wasn't that far off because what was it? 15 was at 3,000 off. Oh, wait. That's, what was 16? 16 was uh, the Night Force. Um, no, sorry. But we six, got that. Oh, wait. You're right. No. Ripcord Night Force. Yeah, that's what we got. Whoa. Okay. We did get that. Did we have that many people back out? I guess so. Did they honor it even though people backed out? I, I wonder about that because... We definitely yeah. got we definitely got uh Night Force Ripcord. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so you're telling me all those people that canceled the Rancor could have waited until <laughs> they got it and then I could have had a Rancor and then they didn't have to pay their three fifty? Basically. Bleepers. Yeah, I remember <laughs> being a lot closer to eighteen thousand than than that. So that makes sense. And yeah, that isn't that doesn't make sense at all. That's crazy. Man, I wish they could. I wish they could release those somehow. I know those not two figures, but yeah, I uh, someone told me the end of last year that we would get no O rings in the year of twenty twenty three, and I was like, "What? The line's done?" He's like, "No, there'll be solicitations. You just won't get them." Um, <laughs> that's actually not entirely true because the the uh, the Soundwave Thunder Tank is coming with January second. Oh, I just I was just on okay. Amazon looking for that, looking yeah. for that. Uh, yeah, that's January second, and they, then the Thunder Machine Zartan and Zer- yep. Zerana. Yeah, no, it ships in January, and then the Thunder Machine is mid next year, fall next year, right? So okay, that's what this person has a Hasbro contact, and he yeah. said, "Yeah, you're not getting any." 
in 2023 that are shipping. Well, I, I don't think the standalone O-ring sold super well, but they were also super expensive for what they were. It was, it was like $20 40, a figure, $20 right? a figure for an yeah. O-ring figure is ridiculous. I pay it though, man. <laughs> I pay it each time. Well, you know, my buddy Jason, who runs Galaxy of Toys, yeah. he's he's like me. Joe is a huge passion of his. Sure. And he has opened all of his, and he's like, you know what? The quality on these O rings, like Storm Shadow and Snake yeah. Eyes, they're better than the vintage ones. You yeah. know, the vintage ones, you know, depending on your, you know, what line you're dealing with, can get fragile. Sure. So yeah, he's especially like, like thumbs are, and stuff. Yeah. 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 And thumbs and crotch pieces and you know what have you and he's like it's really nice to have a figure you don't have to worry about the o-ring snapping or the thumb snapping or and it's higher quality you know because it's made in 2023 so for 20 bucks i'm like oh, i can have a pristine version of those original figures so yeah, yeah. no so i mean the the likelihood that we'd get in the 20s is high based on past but not all of these are necessarily as expensive as the ghost is correct that's correct true. so yeah. it's, we, we, you know it's it's kind of weird because what works for something could kill something else for instance the uh one of the reasons the hiss took off so well is it had an early bird figure and I, mm -hmm. think, I think that was one of the reasons why it took off and funded so fast but that's also what killed the the engine of vengeance as as soon yeah. as they missed the window for that early bird uh robbie reyes it it people backed out of it basically yeah but then they offered it and that's still there was uh, yeah. the damage was the done the damage was done <laughs> so yeah we've had a couple of not funded has labs we have the and i don't know why they don't keep cookie monster on there he's I, never I, represented he's it's like they've just completely erased him from existence i think it only got 600 backers at most yeah maybe yeah. it's too too hard of a failure yeah, well, but to... you know the the reva lightsaber i think only well it got 1400. that's not well, great it had more people back they, they should i'm have... pretty sure people backed this one was actually a lot closer than i thought it was the five thousand out of nine thousand for the they should engine have of vengeance marketed that as the grand inquisitor saber and it probably would have gotten there honestly you think a lot of it was the uh, was the fact that it was Reva? There's a lot of hate for Reva. It could have been Inquisitor Saber, and I think it probably would have performed. Yeah, I was never going to back it, regardless. Yeah, I, I, was just, never, I just don't collect. Yeah, yeah. No, neither do I. Yeah, yeah, and then the Rancor ended. Um, oh, look it was, at the bar. I hate seeing the was, bar go so close. It was actually yeah. a little closer on the night of, and then it dropped from people canceling after it didn't we, fund. Uh, yeah. I joined uh, the Toy Anxiety group, and we had a uh, we had a live Rancor countdown party. <laughs> I watched like 15 minutes of that. Yeah, I, I remember I no, popped into a fun. couple different people live. I wish we would have live streamed, Mike. But yeah we weren't set up for it but i was i was on yeah. the couch having an anxiety attack yeah i oh, was yeah. too and then i yeah then then the I was world like in the, ended i was in the fetal position just rocking back and forth constantly refreshing my phone yeah <laughs> so it was a rough one if i, I just it wish was i was like one. a millionaire i would have bought nine thousand of them i know that's probably that's what yeah only five per person <laughs> oh, i would have created a thousand emails <laughs> i would have done it i would have created 
Well, I guess it might be your I address, was but... I was surprised that they decided to flip the middle finger on Rancor to Star Wars on this one because you saw them go the extra distance for Unicron, you know? And I just don't know why they decided, especially when they were so close. It was so close. And another yeah, that, they... that final five hours, yeah. it just was getting there. They could have extended I, it another two it gave, hours. It gave like 3,500 on that last day. Like, it was I, huge. I know. Yeah. And I don't... Why, I mean, why did they not? Why well, did they so not? So I, I think I, someone was talking to us, and, and I kind of agree with their assessment. Um, they've only extended, because they also kind of extended the dragonfly, even though it didn't need it. Um, yeah. But mm -hmm. but those are both Hasbro-owned. Hasbro properties. Yes. Yep. So Hasbro can, can maybe do that, whereas maybe there's something in the contract no, where they, they could Yeah. If you think about it, it's a leveraging piece. When they have to go back to the table to negotiate the Star Wars license, they're like, That's true. hey, listen, I just want to let you know two of your properties are not, you know, did not bring in the numbers that we thought. So maybe the value on this needs to come down a little bit. We'll raise, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Because here's the thing that they won't do, though. <laughs> they won't lower the prices for us. They'll just increase the amount of money they take home. Sure. If that licensing mm -hmm, fee yeah. comes down. Because once it goes up, it I think only once figures have ever gone down. Yeah. If you recall, um, figures went up to like seven bucks during... Um, in between episode two and three and then when episode three came out um that line dropped back down to like 550 or six bucks mm -hmm. and that's like one of the only recorded times yeah when the price of a normal brand line came down yeah because usually once it goes up you don't mm -hmm. you know you don't get it yeah. back. I, I, I do really like. I was watching the, one of the Q and A's that the Hasbro brand team did, like on the floor, whenever mm -hmm. they revealed the around the model the ghost. Yeah, and they said yeah. that they kind of took the raincor on the chin and they learned lessons, and and they've like sort of revamped a little how they're doing Haslabs a little bit. So it it could be like a good thing for the future, but I just still, there's a gaping hole in my collection forever. There is one thing that the brand team at Star Wars does not do. And that is throw anybody under the bus. They yeah. won't, their, their partners at Star Wars are fantastic. Their partners at Lucasfilm are fantastic. They're, they're, they're proud to be a part of Hasbro. They're proud to have, you know, uh, PFP packaging, you know, they will never, whereas other brand teams are like, Hey, look at this. We, we just can't do this. You know, mm -hmm. Hasbro's not in a place to do that. Has, uh, our factories can't get them to you fast enough. It is just, it's so crazy. I watch every brand panel, every live stream, everything. Um, because I'm a fan of, you know, a lot of it, but I also like seeing how the other teams work. And the one thing Star Wars brand team does not do is talk bad about yeah. anything. Everything's the greatest and the best. And, you know, yeah. even when they know it's bad. I mean, you remember the panel where uh, Vicky started laughing when she had to reveal the next line of holiday figures mm -hmm. because she was just like, um, these are ridiculous. And she's like, you guys hated the first ones. I mean, you could tell that's what she was saying. Yeah. She would never say that. But, you know, I mean, literally, she was like laughing and barely getting through the reveals because yeah. she knew 
that's not everyone's cup of tea. And look at this, just like the marketing has changed so much. Like they just included a picture of Malakili. Well, that was because now. he was a last minute addition. I know, but if right? they would have yeah. like if they would have done it better, he would have had yeah. a physical figure revealed, painted with a painted rancor hey, on the floor listen, for people to look at. No Ula, no Mula. I hated that so much. I hated that <laughs> so much. <laughs> so stupid uh, yeah so i think if 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 we could go back and i could give hasbro i i would tell him two things that i think it would have helped number one i think they should have lowered the price by 50 bucks and raised how many backers it needed like mm. i i think that i think just the mentality of seeing a two instead of a three I think that threw so many people off. Uh, and I think that $50 would have made a huge difference there. Um, I also think the one misstep, the one physical misstep they did, I know, I understand they said they gave him silver eyes because that's what the model had. And that's a cool fact, but that's not what you see in the movie. <laughs> The way the lights played off those the model eyes. also had like a pull up its ass. Right. And uh... <laughs> the the it worked in the movie because when you're capturing it on film with the light bouncing off of it, it just looks like he has cool looking eyes. Not that he has like weird blind silver eyes, like he's like they're cataracts or whatever. And I I really didn't like that. I was gonna be okay with it because I didn't, you know, it's like a small feature of yeah, the ball bearing a gigantic eyes. toy, but I think that was a big misstep. I think the pricing well, I was okay paying it. I I get why a lot of people weren't. And like you said earlier, the tears, I think people just, I think they needed a reason to hate it. And the tears were the easiest thing to latch on to. I don't think any of the tears were that bad. I think for me, Salacious Crumb was the, the dumbest one because they were also at the same time releasing that creature pack. Because you could just get it in that creature pack. You don't need to get yeah. this to get a salacious crumb. But like a Gamorrean guard, of course you're gonna get a Gamorrean guard. He's, he's a rancor. Like that makes sense. Those bones, I will die on the hill. Those bones were cool. And we still the bones have... are cool, but but these were all revealed later tiers, right? True. We were talking about a yeah. cardboard backdrop. Well, no, that that's that that was part of the bones. Was it the bones? The, I the thought same. that was the original yeah, release. It was bones no. and the car and the, the cardboard card back. backdrop and the bones were one tier. I thought the cardboard yeah. was part of well, the original. Also, I see one of the one of the big issues was people hated the bones because we didn't get to see a physical version of the bones to see the actual true size of them. Like yeah. that that uh, tauntaun or whatever that is, the one with the big horns. That's probably huge compared to a six inch scale black series figure. Sure. Like we yeah. didn't get to see it. To truly like build the world, see them next to figures, yeah. which is a big misstep. I feel like people would have liked the bones a lot more had they had them ready to go, standing in scale with the figure. But but I think another thing that people are highly discounting is even if you didn't want a Gamorrean guard or this Luke Skywalker, which is ridiculous because it's a brand new Luke Skywalker, but the packaging with those coins, like the Yak Face coin, still sells by itself on eBay mm -hmm. for like $200. Like like the presentation you're not you're not getting the figure, you're getting the presentation. Like that's that's what that is right there. Exactly, Wilbon. That's yep. the important thing is was the Rancor worth the price? 
I think 350 was pushing it, but I was willing to pay for it. But I think 300 would have been a better pill to swallow. Yeah, 300 at 10,000, I feel like. Or, or 11,000. No, yeah. But, 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 would that be the highest needed to back? Is 10, we haven't had a 10,000 needed, right? No, we have. We just, no, we absolutely have. Who, who needed 10,000? Um, Galactus needed 14,000. Oh, geez. Okay. Okay. All right. And it doubled that. It doubled That's it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Over. Over doubled, yeah. Oh, man. It's fascinating. It is. It's it's fun to look at because there isn't one answer. There isn't one right answer because everything is different. What mm-hmm. worked for one well, didn't work for another. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I blame the Sky Striker and the Proton Pack. Oh, no, for sure. For Those rain. are the big killers. I think. I yeah. think that was because yeah. I would I I I was debating, especially when they showed that Luke, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I collect Lukes, you know. It it was it was it, it interests me more. Yeah. But since I had money in Sky Striker, and I know a lot of people ordered Protons, mm-hmm. it was just yeah, yeah. I think I I think one of the interesting things they did with the the Ghost is they showed everything up front, and I think that really helps get it funded. Yeah. But get I, it funded. I think but now. I, I think the tears mm. are going to be tough because there's nothing to look forward to. Yeah, I think. I think you're absolutely right. I think I, I wish it would have been eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, but they they skipped you. They skipped mm-hmm. that first one, needing three thousand. Yeah, and then going up by two. I don't know. Um, it's going to be rough. I don't know. I don't know that we'll get there. As is right now. As is right now, we won't get there. I'm gonna look. But. I'm looking forward to it. As it as it gets closer to the end, I'm I'm gonna. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, we're getting a ghost. I mean, I'm getting a that's ghost. That's true. You're getting a ghost, and, and that's what matters. I'm getting a ghost and a Hera. Um, yep. And I'm pretty sure I'll have an Ezra at that point. But again, yeah. I'm not worried about the figures. Ultimately, um, do I want more? Do, do I want them to reveal a bunch of more tiers and get them? Because yeah, that's great. That's a bonus. But but um, they, you know they they've proven they will they will release them if they're spending the time to mm-hmm. work on them. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so before we head off, we do have one more topic we wanted to cover. I know we're almost four hours in, so maybe we can kind of speed <laughs> we can kind of speed through these because I think next episode we're gonna go pretty heavy into detail to these. So we're going to cover the Nerdzoic report. Um, nobody knows if this mm-hmm. is true. Everybody has their sources and their distributors, I guess, um, who's given them. But we Some people kinda... saying that Nerdzoic jumped the gun and, and talked too early. Yeah, yeah. So pretty interesting. Um, but I guess we'll give our overall thoughts. Are these on any of Yak's databases? No. Yak mm-hmm. hasn't said a okay. word as of yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people haven't said a word, so yeah, that's why we're like we're not sure. But there's some there's they're, some corroborating. They're, they're all going to try yeah. to vet their sources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one I have on here is the Shadow Squadron pack. Um, it's a cool re-release, but at the same time, I would rather they just release the Scout Trooper separately on the dark bike and then just put the Shadow on the new body. Like, I feel like that's not that hard. Why do they got to re-release 
this one from 2014. That was yes. a Target exclusive, right? It was. Yeah. 2014 and, and it was, or 15 It's also. phase two packaging. There's no way they're going to go back and recreate packaging like that. I just don't. This was the one I'm like, no, they're not. They're yeah, this not one seems do- far-fetched to me. It seems super mm-hmm. far-fetched. And will these reissues yep. be in PFP or will they be on car or on plastic bubbles again? You know, that's going to be the question. Yeah, yeah. from what Nerdzoic said, they're going to be straight re-releases straight of what re-releases we've already of, seen. No, like, why are they, why yeah. are they there's gonna, no way. Yeah, there's no way they'll do red yeah. packaging right I, now. I, I, well, this, this is even blue packaging. This is blue packaging. Oh, this, yeah. no, this is blue. This is even yeah. more right, the red, right. which would be insane. Um, so it's just. Like I feel for what I feel like for overall, I feel like maybe the distributor got a list of what's possible, mm-hmm. and maybe it's not mm-hmm. fully decided. Because I feel like the just the sheer amount of these in one yeah. fall, <laughs> with all the new media stuff. You guys have, I mean, you guys don't want these not released, right? No, 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 not at all. I'm, I don't. Oh, want, I'm so, all yeah. for re-releases. It's yeah. just I feel yeah. like this one is just and a I am too. So, so, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any doubt that they wouldn't go back. I mean, this we all know one thing, Hasbro loves their reissues, uh-huh. right? I mean, absolutely. And so, but the exact packaging is where I would start to go. I agree. I don't know. It'll have updated pricing, which I think this yep. was $80 when it came out. Six, uh, I, th- $60? I think it was I think it was uh, it was. I think it was sixty. Well, I know the. I know the. The speeder bike at that time was forty dollars. I like, think I remember this was buying 60. that. I'm pretty sure it was fifty nine ninety nine. Okay, well that that would make sense price wise for a forty dollar figure and a twenty dollar figure together it would be sixty dollars. Yeah. Um. So, but there's no way this would be sixty dollars now. That that mm-hmm. speeder bike would be fifty, and that figure is twenty I mean, twenty five. So we're that, talking seventy five eighty bucks. The easily. Amazon Scout, yeah. which is here. That was this was fifty yeah. alone these days. So yep, this, that, that black. Well, if it's Target exclusive again, it'll be a hundred bucks. That's a hundred bucks set. Nowadays. Easily, easily, yeah, easy. Yeah, um, at least ninety. So, and I just don't see them redoing this one, especially in that blue packaging. If they just did that speeder bike, I would buy another one. But I'm not going to buy oh, another yeah. set. I just don't. I don't need to buy that. I already have it. Yeah. It would just make more sense to release this individually and in like a bigger archive, sure. maybe, and then just yeah. release this one, the the actual stormtrooper on the newer body. I would love a black stormtrooper on the newer body. Yeah, absolutely. And then I also said that we did the Amazon speeder bike scout trooper and child. This and that one makes I can more see. sense at the yeah. very least. Like it's current packaging. Yeah, like modern just, packaging. Yeah. It yeah. was an exclusive. It's it's pretty sought after these days. It goes high on secondary yep. market. Um, so that one we're all for. This one also makes a ton of sense. It's an Amazon exclusive, even though this it was is the like, uh, Emperor Palpatine for the people listening. Yeah. Um, I, on I, the throne. I know this is one of the most sought after figures in the aftermarket versus like how much it costs. It wouldn't surprise me if they re-released it, but I just don't see them releasing re-releasing anything again in the older packaging because mm-hmm. they like they have to go back and recreate mm-hmm. it. Like it's not it's not a current thing they're producing. Yeah, it, this would be like such a good deluxe Return of the Jedi for sure. You know, galaxy packaging set yeah. that we have now. I you definitely think cooler? Mm? Rise of Skywalker Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Yeah, 
You're also, we need prequel. Yeah. I want the Palpatine versus Mace where he, with an oh, old head sure. where he can change it. Yeah. Unlimited power! Yeah, yeah, that one. There you go. Don't and let then, it kill me! So some archive figures they might bring back is the Darth Maul, the Anakin. What do you call a double archive? <laughs> yeah, re-archive. Well, they're already doing that with the... With Archived. The, with the they're, they're already doing that with the X-Men Luke. So, like, there's precedent yeah. for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Bosk, of course. So these are all high on the secondary market. Yeah. They, again, these are three figures. I would much rather they just do new molds of in Galaxy Pack. They really, they They're need to so do a outdated. new mold of that Darth Maul. They need to do a, a new mold of the Anakin Skywalker. Like Bosk is fine. Yeah, Bosk is fine. Maul, but he can have more articulation. Easy. True. I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't complain. Yeah. I wouldn't complain. That Maul was supposed to be the the pinnacle of yes. Black Series when it first came out with its mm -hmm. accessories and yeah. heads and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but that's what it used to be. And wasn't uh, meant to be for long. Nope. And like with the archive Anakin being re released, if this is all true, like you it's a Jedi figure that can't hold his saber with two hands unless you put him above his head. Which is just nuts for twenty twenty three. So this is that's the worst re release of all time. But for people who don't have it, you know, sure. I would. It just makes sense, more sense to be to make, have a new one. And it's not like the character's not relevant. He was in Kenobi in that little flashback scene, and he's flashback scenes in, you know, Mandalorian and and all that. So, or with Grogu. Well, I guess he wasn't in the Grogu one. But um, did you see that fan edit where they put that Hayden in the Ahsoka trailer? No. As a as a hologram. No, it looked awesome. I was uh, like, I got really excited. I didn't uh, I had a friend send it to me and they didn't see that it was from an edit account on YouTube. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is exactly what. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> it looked amazing. These two make a lot of sense. It would make more sense in archive. I don't see them doing red box. Stuff yeah, I don't, I don't know why they would just re-release these. They could just archive them like that's that's a thing they could do because there's these are definitely sought after figures. And I don't know why BT one isn't on here. Why yeah. are you gonna release triple zero but yeah. not uh not the, this partner? Yeah. And all three of those figures, well these two, the Dr. Afra and Triple Zero and the that Astromech are yep. really high on secondary market. Oh, for is sure. There, is there three versions of Afra now or just the two? Just the two. two. Just the two. Just the two. Yeah. Yeah. The comic one and this one, right? Yep. yep. And then here we go. If this is yeah. true, the old Django body, which would mean they're making money off these three bodies, the Super Commando, the Django Fett from Gaming Greats, and the Mandalorian Loyalist, and the Pre Vizsla. That was the big controversial figure from the other reveals. I get. I understand them redoing the first four Clone Wars figures, the Ahsoka, the, the two Mandalorians, the the Ahsoka Trooper, because like those were the hardest figures to mm -hmm. get. Walmart just absolutely bungled that whole thing. The only reason I that have doesn't them, sound like Walmart. I know, right? The only reason I have them is because of viewers of my channel like found them and sent them to me. I, I never saw them once. I didn't get them on the website because they got canceled or something. There's just it's a whole thing. It was really bad. Yeah, these make sense to be reissued because they're sure. in the Galaxy packaging. And I know the Django's and the Gaming Greats um, old style packaging, but but at least the uh, mm. 
the new packaging makes more sense. And then some more red box ones that were on his list, the Obi-Wan Kenobi Padawan, the Commander Obi-Wan, and then Cal Kestis, like the original Fallen Order Cal Kestis. Which I don't does that one go high on secondary market? I I haven't seen it. I think so. I like a lot of people passed on it because they hadn't played, you know, Jedi Fallen Order when it came out in 2019 because yeah. it came out before the game did. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, that was part of the yeah. big launch of right? yeah, Rise that was of Skywalker. Force, that was Jedi Force Friday for Order, Rise of Skywalker. And yeah. There was three things on that day. What was the other third one? Um, um, Rise of Skywalker. Oh oh, Mandal- it was Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian, and Jedi Fallen Order. There you go. Yeah. Mando. It's just weird that if this one is high on secondary market because it also had a deluxe one a little after Yeah, but that. that was orange. This is like the classic colors. Yeah, that's true. He had the big poncho, didn't he? Yeah. And the deluxe set. Interesting. So yeah, I, yeah this, and Brian, Brian's right. Post Jedi Survivor, a lot of people wanted the original Cal yeah, Kestis too. That, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And then I think this is the last slide. Yeah, that no, two slides. Nope. So we yeah. got the Ahsoka, which... Definitely makes sense from season seven. Mm-hmm. Plo Koon, Darth Nihilus, and Clone Commander Fox all in the red box packaging reported to get re-released. We don't know. Darth, Darth Nihilus is the only one I care about. Mine mine has a broken lightsaber, so I have to buy a new one to get a, a working lightsaber again. Mm-hmm. Because it fell and broke. Yeah. Because um, he's a terrible figure, because he has Darth Maul legs, and Darth Maul has weird rounded rocker feet. Literally, <laughs> his feet are his feet are shaped like a rocking chair. Yeah, literally legs from Wave One, twenty thirteen, yeah. which is just nuts. And then, of course, this these, one doesn't make sense. Yeah, this one is this, awful because I, it's I'm, just them trying to. If this is true, it's just them trying to make money off that old Astromech body. These weren't these weren't sought after in the first place. I hmm. bought both of these on clearance off Amazon. Yeah, and they're they're three underscaled droids because we have a new correctly scaled R two coming out. Mm-hmm. So I would much rather I would buy all these droids. Like we got R R five on pre order already. We got mm-hmm. an R two. I've got. Two of the R2s pre-ordered, actually. So I would have happily purchased... I don't have these sets, but I would have happily purchased this R... or the R2-X2 on the new Astromech body, like, appropriately scaled. I'm not going to buy this and then just have it, you know, scaled down. Yep. You know, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but... You know, their approach to droids just doesn't... I mean, I've talked about this in the past there are smart repaints and then there is smarter repaints and i just don't understand how they have not capitalized on droid droid bodies in general in both scales battle in droids scales. like right any kind of astromech yeah absolutely it, it just like it perplexes me the three and three quarter i can kind of understand because disney's kind of taken the ball and ran with it and with i don't know what the stuff. full yeah. terms yeah. what the full terms of their contract is because has disney is renting the term droid factory from hasbro they created that for their three and three quarter droid huh. factory line back in the yeah. day um but i don't know what their what the negotiations are like does disney say you can't be making tons of droids in the action figure line because we're doing that over here or did that come with the rental or are they just deciding because you can get them at disney why am i going to make it Mm because to this day chopper the best chopper is made by disney droid factory 
um, that we don't even have a good three and three quarter chopper. That's there's so no, weird. There's no realistic or yeah. super articulated version of one. Yeah, it's so weird. You have the five POA one yeah. that came out during the Rebels line, and then you have that head that's coming out. That's it. That's it. And it seems like that's, you know, something you could make multiple versions mm-hmm. of since yeah. he had different paint decos and disguises and stuff yeah. throughout the show. I mean, it's bizarre in the Black Series that we don't have any other protocol droids other than Triple Zero and C-3PO. Like, you paint paint it white. You got a K-3PO from... U-3PO, yeah. E-3PO, K-3PO. Like, TC-14. Yeah. Hey, is back metalized not back on the table now? I just I guess got, it is, you know? yeah. But so where's my TC-14 that's shiny? I'll buy yeah. that. I'll buy that. That's a great old school figure. Yeah, it's a. It, it is perplexing what they do and don't do. Yeah, like they they want they want clones in Mando armor repainted every which way to Sunday. But man, you talk about a droid. They're like, oh, I'll get to one in a couple of years. Yeah, you're like, right? EV ninety nine could be multiple cars Easily. right now. It could be it could be Jabba's. It can be uh, in the Cantina. It can be you know. Or eight D eight, you're getting one with the new Java. Eight D eight, but yep, but getting... that's it. I mean, yeah. give us a two one B. Give us an FX seven. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I don't understand. Well, I mean, but also like though, like you were just saying, like the droid repaints. I mean, they don't do as many as they could. Yeah. Right. There are so many droids they, out there. They, they repaint clone troopers so much and so often now. They could easily do the same with Astromix, and I feel like they would sell maybe yeah. not as much because you can't necessarily army build the same Astromix, but people would buy at least one of them, in my opinion. Well, what you do is you make them characters from the Clone Wars. You make ones that had personality or had mm-hmm. a significant yeah. scene. There's that, and people will buy them just like a normal figure. Yeah. There's the R four from that episode where. The R four was a General Grievous like spy or whatever, and R two D two fought him. Like, oh yeah, and yeah. aren't there like aren't there a uh, Goldie in Goldie in Phantom Menace? There's like six R two D two. Yeah, card, right in the in the <laughs> on the ship the, on on Padme's ship. Yeah, yeah, just on just, the power banks yeah. and all the ones that get picked off up there. I mean, well, the Clone Wars is a plethora of droids, yeah. right? Yep. I mean. So many. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just, yeah. it's bonkers that they haven't just been tr- printing them like money. Like, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Well, and all you need is a new head, and you yep. have the, what what's called the, uh, the shopkeeper droid from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Kind of got the square top head, mm-hmm. but yep. it's on just a 3 peel bottle body. Yeah. Like, you have to you have to mold one head, and yeah. you have a, yeah. a new character, you know? Um, it's weird. Yeah. Well, anyway. I think uh before we wrap up we'll dive deeper into those hopefully next episode we'll have a um a great uh episode and dive deeper into those so that's all i'm gonna say about that because unconfirmed right now um but before we let you go jake we really want to thank you for joining us on black series cantina like this is honestly one of my favorite episodes we've ever done like <laughs> honestly, I'm not even the the conversation about toys and action figures as a whole we had. Um it's second to none and like we really appreciate it. Um but before we let you go, we have to put you through some questions first. Hit me. Um what is your favorite 
Black Series action figure? Favorite Black Series? Oh, man. See, that Gamorrean, that Gamorrean definitely sits high with me. I'm excited to open this Doc Ondar, but since I got it like a couple days ago, it hasn't come out of the package just yet. Um, the Gamorrean's probably one of the top. I know I was really excited about the... Um, Finding that Clone Wars Obi-Wan that we were just showing that might be released in mm -hmm. Clone Wars armor when it came out. But I remember I just wasn't as thrilled with the figure. I don't think it's not a good figure well at it's all. Not yeah, a good figure. It wasn't and it the armor made it so it didn't pinch. So yeah. um it also has an accurate head because he should have longer hair from the cartoon. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't it make Correct. more sense for them to put it on the the new clone body with the accurate episode two head and just call it a day there? Right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Gamoran. I'm gonna go Gamoran. with the Gamoran. All right. What is your least favorite Black Series figure? All of the rest. Um, least favorite. My goodness gracious. Um, well, I have avoided the ones that were obvious stinkers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not, not being a completist, but having tons of friends who are all in. I have multiple friends who do two of everything. Oh, wow. uh, Black Series, yeah. And they have since day one. Well, everything. Tell them to listen one to the package. Black Series Cantina. They'll probably love it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, yeah. Um, one carded and one loose. I'm going to go with... Um, wow, I should be more prepared with the answer. Again, I rarely we like focus on... people on the spot here. No, I know. Well, I uh, like I said, I rarely focus on the negatives. So... Um, I'm going to go with, oh, geez, I wish I had a reference in front of me. Um, my Not all my black series are in here. I had to pack them away when I remodeled this. This is a basement we just remodeled this last year. Um, good gravy. I feel like I should know this. Um, we can come back to it if you want to think about it. A come, back right, this, come back to this because I, I feel like I, I have complained about a black series figure that I'm going to get off the show and go, Oh, duh. Okay. All right. So come back to me right, on that come one. Come back to that one. What is like a figure that you want them to make in the black series that doesn't exist yet the most, like your top wanted character for black series. Um, or TVC. Oh, I mean, you're a bigger TVC guy. Oh, so easy. you can do TVC. Yeah, easy. I, I need more fit. Let's just say star Wars figure. Yeah. Star Wars figure. Oh, well that's a whole different game. Um, <laughs> I think if we're talking, if we're talking any Star Wars figure, I think one figure that people have just, it's just gone. It's like they, they don't even remember, um, uh, they don't remember that it even exists is that we don't have a, um, we don't have a size noodles, uh, from the non-special mm -hmm. edition. Like Deep that's, cut. she's had one figure ever only. Mm -hmm. Ever in I'd be existence. Down for nice noodles originally. So I want one with the big feather and the snaggle teeth and the one that doesn't the non special edition size noodles. That would be my number one figure because yeah, you know, that one's been essentially erased from mm -hmm. existence. People forget. Um uh, so yeah, that one would be for sure mine. But if we're talking just black series, um, I would want more Finn. Fan, we like have Rise of Skywalker fan. fan or something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dad, um, definitely. Rise of Skywalker fan. Yeah. Definitely need Those that in pants, three and three quarters man. since we got like six figures total. Yeah. For Rise in uh, 
three and three quarter. So over the next question, over the course of like collecting, a lot of people answer this question with like photo reel or butterfly joints. But what's been your favorite innovation brought into Star Wars action figures over the years? Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, if we're going back, I mean, the the increased articulation obviously was something that was, you know, um, I, I'm not obsessed with articulation, but the fact that it went from five POA to, you know, now we're in the vicinity of 20 somethings POA, you know, it was pretty common for a figure. Um, articulation is definitely one, but that's a very old, old invention since that started. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't even start what, Power of the Force because Power of the Force was still like six POA. It started. It, um, I think the first figure with elbows was the Cantina band member. Well, the Cantina band member it was a mail-away figure. Yep. Um, but then you remember the first one that was ever labeled super articulated was the Attack of the Clones clone trooper. That's also true. Yes. So he yeah. was labeled Attack of the Clones. So we're talking yeah. the year 2020, uh, 20, 2002. 2002 yeah i tried saying 20s yeah um 2002 so that's 20 years ago that just the super articulation even came yep. into uh existence yeah. and that was a big thing in 2002 because you had the spider-man from toy biz yep. that was yep. super articulated like mm -hmm. they started going from for that basically is around exactly that time. Yeah. yeah now they're good at like making it super articulated and hiding all the joints which yeah. is you know insane right the the pinless yeah the pin list. So yeah, I would say the super articulate, the, the added articulation, then, you know, the improved, you know, articulation, because then they started rocker joints. Well, how long ago was that? And then the ankle oh, yeah. rockers, like, yeah. like six years ago, seven years ago or so. Um, and then you had like, yeah, photo reel and now pin lists. Um, you know, soft goods is not top of my list. I would prefer a accurate. And where you guys fall, you love soft goods, because I, I like would prefer a plastic sculpted. It, I go back and I forth. I like it where it works, but they try to do yeah. some soft goods, and it just at the price point, it just doesn't work. Like you can yeah. do like SH yeah. Figuarts price point to get as far as like Star Wars license to get mm -hmm. even good soft goods. And I even got the, I had it right here. I don't know where he is now, but the SH Figuarts Return of the Jedi Darth Vader. And at that price point, yeah. the soft goods on that, like I'm, I'm not happy with like the way the cape lays off his shoulders because it, it should like, kind of be heavy and like weighing like thinned out, but it kind of like floats up and goes mm -hmm. back and it's wired. And so even at that price point, like soft goods, but I do enjoy good soft goods over molded yeah. plastic all the way down. Well, as a three and three quarter, it's harder to get accurate soft goods. Oh. Nope. Yes, my alarm. Record it. Oh, I record said it. the ghost. We got to do the ghost. There's my ghost. Um, so yeah, so the the the, the soft goods at a smaller scale is much harder to do. All I right. I think I might Official. have lost the Darth Vader as his regrets. I don't know where it is. Official tally. It's loading. Oh, it oh I went offline. That's why. Let's get back. It's on. at uh, nine four five five. Oh, funny. Because mine, huh, the app says 9387. Well, that's me, way wrong. Yeah, let me read You see how, like, that. the cape sits a little high off his shoulders, I feel like? Yeah. It's just, like, not really a fan. Yeah, no, uh, especially when the smaller scale is just not. 
it's not as accurate. Let's see. Reloading. Nine four five five. Boom. Nine four five. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, what else we got? A couple more questions. Uh, what's your favorite era to collect? Hmm. Well. <clears throat> Well, it's hard because I've always collected in the era since the beginning. So I think current era, because <laughs> I don't, I, I'm spoiled or I try so hard or whatever. I'm a completist in ways. I typically get most of everything that's when it out. Comes out. Yeah. So I don't have to really jump back and get a lot of stuff. You know, I'll fill in a few holes here and there. But as a completist, I typically, you know, mm-hmm. have everything. Um, well, I, I can tell you the pre-sale era is not my favorite. I don't <laughs> like pre-buying a figure that I have to wait, you know, 15 to 18 months for sometimes. Um, I will say the post-Toys R Us era is not my favorite. So if I'm trying to evaluate times when i've had the most fun it was definitely when you know force fridays were a thing you know when when there was hype around a release of toys and midnight madness from the prequels i mean those were those were some amazing times bonding with people waiting overnight doing midnight runs you know there was a lot more community yeah. in collecting back then as opposed to, like I said, it's pretty soulless to be online at 10 a.m. in the morning for a three-minute pre-order, you know, as opposed to hanging out with people and networking and whatnot. So and sometimes it's 7 a.m. Say, for you all out there because I've had 10 a.m. pre-orders. So for you all, it's 7 a.m. And yeah. I know Mike's like got the alarm clock for like 5.58 or 6.58 or something. Oh, well, yeah. I mean... There's sometimes when you hate when you wake up and realize something dropped at midnight. Yep. And East Coast figured it out at six AM. Yep. But you're not up for another, you know, three Hour hours two, after two, that. Hours, so yeah. Everything's yeah. sold out. And you're like, How is this sold out? And you know, it dropped at midnight. Damn it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so So one last question before we let you go. Um I'm, I'm. We normally finish it with Black Series or Vintage Collection, but I already know, know it's going to be TV series. So yeah. I came up yeah, with no, another one. Yeah. And I figured we'd get a little deep on the Black Series Cantina here. So what do, like, toys and action figures mean to you? Hmm. Yeah, no, that's an easy one. (laughs) Um, No, you know, it is uh, what I've thought about quite a bit in the past is uh, toys uh, for me have always been consistent. So their consistency, their security, they are, they are, a part of me that I understand. They can't betray me. They can't, you know, upset me. They can't, you know, that's not what they're made for in regards to me. They're, they're something that has consistently always been there. And so it's definitely a happiness and a security and something that's just for me. And I never force you know, my Star Wars fandom on my kids or collecting my, my kid, my boy is not a collector, really. He, he does it like he'll like clean out his room. And I'm like, you really don't want this? He's like, no, I'm, I'm good with it. And I'm like, okay. And then I take it, you know, <laughs> or whatever it is. So it is um, toy collecting to me is a way to interact with my passion 
of being a fandom of Star Wars or Transformers or G.I. Joe or He-Man or whatever. And it's a part of my fandom that can't be, you know, it's just mine. It's just me. You know, that's where that security comes from. Someone can't, you know, obviously someone could steal my toys, but I can go buy another one and mm. have that feeling again, right? So someone really can't take that from me. They can't affect it. No one can come in and, you know, review bomb my thoughts on my toys and my connections. So that's a weird definition, I think. But it's just something that, like, when I was in middle school, I still collected toys. And when everyone else was blowing them up and burying them and selling them at garage sales and trading them for, you know, to go on dates Cigarettes. with girls, I was out there hunting down Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know? And when I was in I college, that. I was hunting down Playmates action figures uh in uh star trek and you know when i lived in the caribbean i was trying to find action figures where there was none that existed. hard <laughs> right i mean yeah it was just it's always been you know a lifelong passion of mine that hasn't ever changed i'm pretty consistent on that so consistency stability you know person uh you know a personal thing mm -hmm. i guess wow yeah yeah we we appreciate the great answer like we appreciate you um joining <laughs> us tonight i know this one we yes, went thank you very much we went really long we normally do about two and a half or so max sometimes three <laughs> yeah my wife just sent reveals. me text messages like are you guys oh. dead or what's going on <laughs> I, i've got it yeah. I, i've got three or four yeah. like dinner's on the stove your boy's kind of bored yeah <laughs> Yeah, my uh, I've got a couple of texts from my wife too, so I feel like it's probably time we head off. Um, do you have anything you're working on, or like where can people follow you if they're? Ooh, I'm sure um, everybody listening has seen your site, but just in case, there's that one or two new. Collector oh yeah, no, we're uh, we're on the site. I'm not writing as much as I would normally, but I'm, it's still there. I'm still doing press releases and updating some spreadsheets right now, but I'm um, maintaining the four main socials now, you know, Facebook, still on Twitter. Oh, sorry, X. X. Sorry, X. sorry, sorry, sorry. Call it Twitter. I don't care what anyone <laughs> right. says. I know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and threads. Um, always updating there. I'm hanging out with my boys on Galaxy of Toys. I pop in on the Toy Anxiety every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, I've seen you a couple times on Toy Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a toy show coming up that I'll be doing, um, uh, be helping out on with the Washington state summer con or the Washington state toy show. So if you're in the Everett area, we'll be doing a big toy show. Uh, the Baroness from the original GI Joe, uh, animated series will be joining us at that cool. show. Um, we'll have another toy show in November in Puyallup and then another one in Vancouver later on this year. And the one in Puyallup will probably have some guests, and I'll probably do some celebrity panels at that one as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm locally all over. <laughs> and uh, online, you can find me on the socials. But thank you again, gentlemen. This has been a blast. And uh, I told you I like to talk toys, you and do? here we are. Four uh, hours, so 12 you did, minutes. You did and not disappoint. <laughs> anytime that there's like a lack of news, we're going to contact you because we love talking <laughs> action go. figures like this. Like, we'll do it. We will definitely love to have you back on anytime. Like, anytime. This was fabulous. Let me know. 
Mike, you got any videos you're dropping or where can new I, listeners find you on the socials? Yeah, so I, I've actually had a sort of resurgence on, on Black Series, but we're just toy videos in general. I made a G.I. Joe video. I released a Black Series video on, what was the last one? The Force the Force Ghosts. I thought that one was pretty good. Um, I've been putting, I've been cutting them up and putting them on, on TikTok. Um yeah, I, I'm going to do one on the Endor pack. I'm probably going to do a Darth Maul overview and talk about all the different Darth Mauls that have come out in the Black Series. Kind of like when I go through them all and kind of compare them and stuff. So I, I got some things cooking. I'm, I'm cooking. He's in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. Watch me cook. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Obviously, I'm no longer the Star Wars Black Series with over 40,000 followers. Yeah, I got I got sucks. perma banned, but you can follow me on Instagram now at Black Series Cantina. Um, you know it's been I think today or no yesterday was exactly one month since the Instagram got randomly banned, and I'm already over two thousand followers. So awesome! Let's let's You'll keep get there. it keep it That's building. Right. Uh, I know I won't ever reach anywhere close to forty, but again, but you know hopefully we'll see. But you can also follow me on TikTok. That still has a traditional. At the Star Wars Black Series, we're almost at seventeen thousand on there, so go follow me on TikTok, and then uh, join our Patreon. We have some killer episodes coming up and some killer guests. Uh, Jake from From Forlom Dezuckus was the first <laughs> in our killer lineup of guests, True. Uh, but we have many awesome. more lined up. And then, so join Patreon if you want to join us live. Uh, we have merch. We just dropped a pretty sick pint glass. Uh, Will Bond and some other people got one. Like they're awesome. I personally love it. Uh, we also have hoodie, hoodies and shirts and and all the good stuff. Follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at TBS Cantina. And then we're most active in our Facebook group, which is Black Series Cantina. So we'd appreciate if everybody joined that. That's so that so far. That's a very positive community. Like people get roasted in other Facebook groups whenever they post. Like oh hey like. Look at this Luke and Grogu pack I found, and I like it. You get, like, laugh comments. Like, I literally, somebody said they found a the Holdo figure for, like, seven bucks, and people were like, why would you waste seven bucks? But trust me, in our Facebook group, everybody is, like, super positive. Everybody be super it. cool about it. That's right. Yeah. Um, you like what you like, baby? Like yep. it. And then email us, blackseriescantina at gmail.com. If you find a cool article, probably from from Forlom to Zuckus, and you want us to cover <laughs> it on the show that we may have missed, other than that, I think thank you everybody who's listening afterwards for sticking around all the way to the end for this four hour pod. Thank you. Big <laughs> shout out to everybody who joined us live. We had a lot of um, people in here, the Patreon members joining us live for this one. So uh, I think that'll do it. We'll see you back. Don't forget about the VIP show on August 10th. And then we'll be back in two weeks for the main show to cover With more Star Wars Black Series. With a guest. 98% right. sure. Yep. Probably you confirmed it. We'll see. I don't know. I haven't looked. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.